let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've got me doing. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, and welcome back to Backtrack. I am your host, Connor Norton. Today, I'm joined by the Da Vinci of our time, Julian. Hey, <laughs> How are you that's doing? me. How uh, are you doing, my man? Doing all right. I can't wait to talk about this movie. This movie today, we're looking back on a movie that came out 12 years ago for the 12th episode of Backtrack. 12 years ago? 12 years ago, oh, 2008. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. At the yeah. time of this recording. Yeah. Uh, talking about Iron Man 1. Yeah. The one that started off the entire <sighs> Marvel Cinematic Man. Universe all the way back in 2008. We had no idea what we were in for <laughs> back then. I didn't even know what the Avengers was. We didn't know what the Avengers was. I didn't know what the Avengers were. What do you mean? I had no idea. What, how do you not know who the Avengers were? I just didn't. I knew who the X-Men were. I knew Spider-Man. I knew... Uh, I thought know. you like read comics. And, and I did. I, I, I kept up with a lot of comics, but I think a lot of it was mostly focused on Spider-Man, Superman, and the X-Men. And Batman? Uh, Batman, I didn't read any comics of Batman at that point. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you hadn't seen the movies because they had... Right. I've seen the movies, but I, I had never... The only comics I had actually read were Superman, X-Men, and Spider-Man. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, for those who don't know, this podcast is about looking back on movies from the past, mostly childhood-esque, your growing up phase kind of type Iron of movies. Iron Man is kind of... Is that still kind of our childhood, though? It's in our going into high school. Like, yeah. Because uh-huh. I would say we're PG... It's this PG-13 movie. Right. Going into high school, this is when you start to kind of be more free and got to go see movies you kind of want to see. And right, right, You have to right. have your parents take you. And yeah. you're like, oh, mom, can I see this? You know, you have friends. buy my own ticket. Yeah, you buy your own <laughs> ticket. <laughs> I'm 13 now, mom. It's not a phase. It's who I am. I love superheroes. Uh, but you can go to the movies with friends more often. Like that's yeah. kind of a thing that you do, like to get out of the house. And oh man, when your movies... friends get cars, you know. And man, start... before all this pandemic, man, we could go to movies. Remember that? What's a movie theater like? Dude? <laughs> no one's even know what that is like, man. Uh, I, I do. You remember seeing this movie in theaters? Yeah, I saw it with my biological family. We all went. How was that? It was so cool. Because then I didn't have to talk to them. I didn't have to deal with them. I was just watching my movie. And this was, besides Superman, this was one of my first idols. Like, as not only just as a comic book character, but uh, Robert Downey Jr. as an actor. He was someone I really looked up to. What was your opinion on Iron Man before this all happened? I didn't really know much about Iron Man. Most people didn't. Yeah. The only knowledge i knew about iron man were from two sources the first being uh x-men legends the video game that i had on gamecube uh you can unlock him um in egypt in the egypt uh levels and then he helps you fight up until you get to uh when all the rest of the game until you fight apocalypse um spoilers man come on yeah come on <laughs> this game hey, only came hey, out 20 years well, ago I, i'm not i'm not ruining how you find him though <laughs> um <laughs> but you find bits of his armor throughout the entire game and then once you piece it all together uh, it, he um he's actually like captured in one of the the temples oh okay yeah. that's cool that's yeah cool. and then the second source was another marvel video game uh called marvel nemesis and uh it's basically a, a, an alternate reality where Aliens come and they uh, kill off uh, Captain America, the Punisher, Hulk, and all these other heroes. And these other heroes kind of band together to fight back these aliens and see if they can find those deceased heroes or whatever. Is kind of the premise of it. You never actually do any of that. But <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible story game. But anyways, Iron Man's one of the playable characters. And uh, and in, in the manual of that video game, it gives you a, a summary of, the, of their biography. So I had Wolverine, Tony, I had uh, the thing and all that. And that's how I knew that Wolverine's 
uh, real name is James Howlett. That's mm-hmm. how I knew that. Um, Iron Man was kind of my. He was one of my favorite characters. The only problem with him was that he was slow, but he was <laughs> hell. He was the strongest uh, character on there. Oh, okay. He was because how, he, he, how was he stronger than Hulk? Um, in the thing. And Hulk, Hulk wasn't was in it. Hulk was killed in the in the in the trailer. Oh. He was killed by the aliens. Um, he was stronger than the thing because he's 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 a ma- he's a man in a can, dude. <laughs> a guy built out of uh, gold titanium or whatever. Is yeah. Good. Come iron. On, a rock? He's built out of iron. He's not iron, <laughs> dude. He's cooler than that. <laughs> but anyways, he uh, yeah, he can have force fields and stuff like that. So, okay. Yeah, and it has has a rundown of like Tony. Did you know anything about him from the Spider-Man animated show? Because that was my first introduction to Iron Man. He was Man. in that. He was in that for a little mm. bit because that Spider-Man animated show had. Went, this is when we were kids, obviously. Right, right, right. Uh, had you know saw different people saw Blade and a few like for a story arc. Really? You know, yeah, and had I didn't uh, know that. Has uh you know the Beyonder and Madame Web shows up and then yeah, he, I remember he, those meets, guys. he meets up with Captain America at some point. He goes to like the oh, Secret Wars. Know. He has he has interactions with the X Men. You know, interactions. I know he has interactions with like Wolverine and, and the X Men and yep. stuff. And yeah. he's like, wow, oh, this guy's. And angry. that's cool because. <laughs> <laughs> Because the X Men have their own show right. going on, yeah. so he's like crossovers. He, yeah, so oh, when crossovers, and Daredevil's in there as well. But yep. like one of the episode arcs is with like, uh, I think uh, Tony Stark is there, and then but you only you don't meet Tony Stark. You see Tony Stark as like this billionaire guy, right, right, right. Cause, but at this point, he still has a secret identity, right. Uh, and so he meets up with like War Machine first. Spider Man does. Oh, it's a secret identity. In yeah, the, oh. yeah. So he meets up with War Machine first, and War Machine's like, oh, I have someone in, coming into handle this job better or whatever so in, in the spider-man show who is who's war machine it's still roadie but like oh. it's still like oh my boss is coming he's like oh, who, oh right. who could be cooler than you you're awesome you got yeah. all the stuff and then iron man comes in and oh. does, does some other stuff i don't really remember much okay um but i that's all i really knew about iron man it's funny how 12 years ago iron man comes out yeah and you jump to today how popular iron man is yeah before that iron man's a c-list character like yeah. no one cares a crap about iron no. man like, Captain America, Spider Man. No, it's and literally X-Men. only Spider Man, Hulk, and X Men. Like those are the top three. Yeah, Captain America wasn't even up no, there either. Captain America wasn't popular until even like his second or third movie. But he was pop. But Captain America was popular when he came out, though, right? Yeah, back in the day. Right. But now he's like, oh, he's just a Boy Scout. And then up until like the Avengers one, I remember people still giving shit on Captain America. Like, oh, he's the worst Avenger behind Hawkeye. Blah blah blah. Yeah. It wasn't until like his <laughs> other movies came out where like people were like, oh, Chris Evans is cool. He's kind of you know? cool. Yeah. But. To see that from Marvel taking their C-list characters, the ones they didn't have rights to, they only had the rights to these ones because mm. X-Men was off in Fox, Sony had Spider-Man, this Hulk is, had Universal. That's right. When this movie came out, uh, it's not a Disney film. It's a Paramount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, Mar- uh, Marvel was still just its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was – well, technically, they had kind of were in the process, I guess, of, of purchasing. It, it was like yeah. right there. Yeah. It but was right – yeah. It's so that starts everything, yeah, you know? It and it's like, wow. And I remember when this came out, summer – I think I was right about to go into high school. Right. The same – I think like a month later, the Hulk came out as well, the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton. Yeah. And so and we didn't realize they are in the same yeah. universe. And yeah. I didn't realize that until like – Maybe years later, when all the other stuff started coming out, like Thor and Captain America came out first, and Iron Man two, I didn't really realize that they were all kind of joined. I was like, wait, wait, wait. People started whisper about like, yeah. are they this, they're the same universe? The Avengers is coming. I'm like, wait, the Avengers is coming? Like, no way. <laughs> and then like it slowly started build up. It's like, oh no, twenty eleven is gonna be this, and then twenty twelve will be Captain America, and then it'll be Avengers, and it's like, wait, what? And I remember the hype 
the yeah. hype in early high school with these movies when no yeah. one was taking me seriously. I'm like, no, these things are legit. Like these are like, <laughs> awesome movies. And the Avengers is coming out and all that build up, starting with this one, moving yeah. on to that. Like, dude, yeah. we were in for the whole ride of the MCU, man. Dude, uh, uh, oh man. Okay, we're getting ahead of ourselves talking about Avengers. <laughs> I but know, but <laughs> it's all it all kind of comes. It together. all comes together because uh, I remember telling you I didn't even know about. The end credit scene. This yeah, is kind a lot of, when, of people didn't. This is when end credit scenes were like barely becoming a thing. Yeah, it, well, they X-Men made it. X Men had thing. like one or two only in the second and third one, and then I can't I can't think of another hero movie that had one besides Iron Man and Hulk. It wasn't anything that pertained to future movies. Right. That's why no one really cared. It wasn't right. So then I watch Iron Man. Uh, obviously, credits roll. Everyone starts getting up and leaving. Right. Yep. No one's staying behind. Same as me. And uh, we go back to the theater. We watch Hulk. The end credit scene isn't it after the credits. It, there's just like a, there's like a pan out and then it comes back again. Oh really? Yeah, I don't if I remember correctly. And Tony comes in into the end of the Hulk, right? And then we're like, wait a minute. That's when I started questioning. Wait, are are they are they connected? Or are they just doing this like ah like okay like there's another wink, hero wink, out there? Yeah, yeah. But then as soon as I got out of the Hulk, someone said, "Oh yeah, Avengers is coming." Like I, I heard this crowd talking and they were leaving. I was like. What? And then I, I'm looking around and I see like trailers for like Thor. There's like that starts to come out. Iron Man yeah. two trailers for that. Iron Man two trailers wasn't too far behind. Yeah, 2010. Yeah, two years after that, after this was a huge hit, and then yeah. Thor came out in 2011, and then Captain America, I think either 2012 beginning, and then yeah. Avengers was 2012. Yeah, summer. And so I was like, what the fuck? I was like, these are connected. <laughs> Yeah, so for it was just people who don't even realize. Like, if you're a kid now, you wouldn't even like. Oh yeah, of course they're connected. Sequels and all this right. GCU. Back then, dude, no, there was nothing connected. No like, one knew any better. You were lucky to get like a maybe a little like hint, hint, poke, poke in like the Spider-Man and X-Men movies. Like, are right. they in the same? Come on, yeah, man. yeah. And you don't, and you think your head like that's ah, never gonna well, happen. That, that's what we had hoped for growing up as kids. We saw Sp- the Raimi Spider-Mans. We had the X-Men movies. We had Daredevil. And you're thinking like, oh man, it would be kind of cool if they but were you're like, like that's never gonna happen. Yeah, that's never gonna happen. So you're just playing with your toys at home. And yeah. Then like, wait, this is happening. Yeah. This can't be happening. Because when you think about it, they're all in the same general, even uh, geographical area, like New York. They're all in New York. Yeah. yeah. So why wouldn't what, that would make sense that they would all run into each other? Run from into time each to other. Time. Yeah. Just, they were owned by different people. They all got sold off when Marvel went bankrupt in the '90s. So. And then Marvel went bankrupt in the '90s. Yeah. Really. That's why they had to sell off all their characters and their their film rights to like stay afloat. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's why all those characters were mixed around. And then eventually when Marvel got it, they're like, all right, we have C-list characters. We have Iron Man. No one gives a care about Iron Man. We have Thor. Who cares about a god of thunder? Yeah. We have Captain America because we have Captain America. And we have, yeah. we're like, how are we going to do this? And they had to piece it all together. And, they had, yeah. and eventually, and Hulk was still a universal thing. And they're like, I think he still is at this point. So like, they're like, how do we even? Hulk, and Hulk's a difficult movie to make a movie about anyways. So. I know, but I think they did pretty well. The other one, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we're, we're getting carried away here. <laughs> wow. But so Iron Man one, Iron Man one, I l- remember loving it. I remember there being kind of a competition as well with the Hulk movie. Like kind of oh, like, there's no competition. No, no. I mean like when that came out, like no, right. Iron Man's better. No, Hulk is better. You yeah, know? Like, yeah, yeah. I remember having like Hulk, that Hulk movie was pretty good though. I mean, yeah, I was good. I haven't seen it in forever. But I haven't either. But I feel like it gets hated on way too much. Yeah, but it's definitely that, better than. Honestly, it has no comparison. Iron Man one's way better. Honestly, we ha- we'll eventually probably have to watch all these superhero movies for this yeah. podcast. But going in right now, this is among my top ones. Yeah. I think. I mean, I haven't done Iron ranking Man, in a while. But. Iron Man is so impactful to me as a person, and just as a character that I like. Wanted to be like him. I wanted to behave like him. I wanted to be him, and then I wanted to like 
fix sometimes I fix my hair and everything just like him and everything. <laughs> it's he's that impactful of a character, and Robert Downey Jr. is that impactful of a person, yeah. like as an actor. It w- and he they turned this character into top Marvel characters yeah. ever. Like yeah. they, they they did that, but, which is crazy to think about. Twelve years ago, Iron Man one, Iron Man's nothing, and then turn him into something. Yeah, that's just such a like. Damn, like it's so cool. It's I I I hate talking about it because I the kids these days will never appreciate it like we like we you and I will. We live through the anticipation, the angst, the the heartbreak, the anxiety of every character. Right? Watched every movie in we the watched theater. Every movie, and mind you, you know this too. Every Iron Man movie and every Avengers movie came out on or around my birthday. Yeah, like within a day within or a two. day or two. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'm just like... Oh, we're down Cinco de Mayo, baby. Yeah, every year I knew, I was like, I'm going to watch Iron Man or some Avenger movie. That's- On midnight release, we're yeah. going, yeah. yeah. And it so- was, yeah, it was great. It was <sighs> great. I remember, uh, I remember loving it. I remember it starting off everything I loved about this MCU thing, and yeah. I've watched every movie since then, even yeah. when people hated me, and then now, now it's super popular, and I've lived through the hype of it, and... Yeah, and this movie really sparked the whole superheroes are cool. Not The Dark Knight? Um, the Dark Knight, I think, got everyone on board with like, okay, you can make a really cool superhero movie because it came out the same year, two thousand eight. So, The Dark Knight, yeah, yeah, because that's when I think Batman Begins started that the interest. Dark Knight like sealed it, and then Iron Man was like, okay, like and this is for everyone now. What about Spider Man, Raimi? No, I think because I had so much Spider Man memorabilia, like up the wazoo. And everyone thought I was weird. Mm. Everyone thought I was like not. Co- I did not fit in at all anywhere, because I was like, because comics were my escape from my like my childhood trauma and everything. Like that was my escape. Like Spider Man, X Men, all of them. And so, I think Iron Man and all these uh, all these other movies like The Dark Knight, Batman, they really like set off. Okay. And now it's popular. To now like it's these popular. And it's cool to like Iron Man. Now, now when you're on a first date, you're like, okay, Captain America, or Iron Man, <laughs> <laughs> and the girl knows, yeah, yeah, which is nuts. Like, yeah, I know we're on the cusp end of that. I can't imagine what it was like being like a kid in the '80s and you're growing up with all this nerd stuff. Yeah, and and it's definitely not cool back then. And then we're growing up, it's you still get beat not up cool and made fun of. Yeah, yeah, it's, we're still not cool, but we're kind of getting to where it's more accepted. And once, obviously, once you get to college, no one cares. Anymore. No one, yeah. yeah. But I mean, remember, I remember like kind of being like. Do you mention this? You know, but yeah. once I got to high school, you know, I was like, oh yeah, that's yeah. Really cool, and it kind of came to be. But man, I'm ready to talk about this movie. Yeah, you want to get into it? it? All let's right, so it. Let's let's we're it. gonna get into the recap and the spoilers of the movie now. All right, here we go. The movie opens up mm-hmm. with Robert Downey Jr., Tony Stark, drinking hand, driving in the 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 Humvee, the Funvee, yeah, the humdrum V's back there. Uh, <laughs> he's driving in a Humvee with some soldiers and ACDC. The they're first in Afghanistan. Song. They're playing yeah. ACDC. Uh, back in black, right? Yep. Uh, and Tony just finished up a presentation on a new weapon of his, or his company's. Which uh, we don't know yet, right? We don't know yet, but it right. kind of all okay. comes back to it. He just finished his presentation for Stark Industries for the Jericho missile. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's having some small talk with the soldiers and right. just like showing us his sense of humor kind of thing and like kind of getting us on his side a bit before uh, we kind of get turned off of his side after we see kind of what a horrible dude he is. Who, Tony? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because you think he was horrible this whole t- uh, like in the beginning. Oh yeah, he's a horrible guy. I didn't see it. He that treats way. every. He's super selfish. He treats everybody like crap. Oh, I, know, as and, a as a person, like as an individual. Yeah, yeah. He's a horrible dude. And only when after he goes through the transformation, he comes back. But I feel I feel I'm I'm with Stan Lee when he said that Iron Man's too much of a good guy. Not okay. So he's a, what was the quote? He said something along the lines of, 
Tony, you naturally are supposed to dislike him as a person, but because he's a hero, you love him. But at this point in the movie, yeah. like, you're showing his sense of humor to kind of get you on his side a little bit. And I, I feel like I related to him so yeah, much. And he's and he's funny, and you're able to kind of like, oh, he's cool. He's, yeah. he's funny. He's suave. He's a playboy and stuff. But yeah. when you actually look at it, like he's – He's a selfish asshole, and he's taking he's taking advantage of everybody in his life. Yeah. All everybody, all of his personal friends, proud friend, about it, quote unquote friends, or he just doesn't care. Yeah, or he doesn't. Care and he's or, yeah. not living for anything. He's just no. like making going money. through the motions. He doesn't really have anything he's doing. Yeah, which kind of like his so how, man, his mantra was literally make money, fuck bitches, and that was it. Yeah, and yeah. If you look deeper, is like he's literally in, probably in pain. He has nothing he's living for. Yeah, he's well, we get into the that trauma. later. On. Yeah, yeah. But basically, we see him kind of small talk with soldiers, like, "Oh, you're a woman. I would, I wanna, I've only thought you'd be a soldier first. Oh, well, now yeah. I can't look at you now. Is that weird? You know, kind of <laughs> trying to like flirt with them. He's funny. And he's yeah. trying to be funny with them and like kind of get them to relax a little bit. But it's it's too late because the convoy gets attacked. Yeah, and it quickly goes really gruesome because like all these soldiers like get shot and there's blood and stuff. Right, and, and maybe there's not blood, but there's like. Oh, there's some blood. Yeah, there's and a little bit. The the girl gets out. She gets shot. The other soldier gets out. He gets shot. Everyone just gets annihilated. And yeah, and, and he's like, Tony's actually freaking out. He looks legit scared. And yeah, like, wait, what's what's going on? Don't leave. Wait, wait, where are you going? And the, the soldier's like, stay here, stay down, stay down. So it's blown away. That right before, like the the second before this all starts, he's taking a picture with one of those soldiers, and he throws up the peace sign. Right. Yeah. Um, that actually plays into a lot of Tony as a character in the later movies. Well, cause he's like, oh, no gang signs, please. I'm just no, kidding. No, um, the peace sign itself, um, obviously he has like this huge respect for the armed forces, right? So in the other, in the preceding movies, he's always throwing up the peace sign, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, that's kind of like a nod to, to the soldier that gave up his life for Tony, like to protect him. Oh, like every picture he's always doing that now. Yeah. Oh, okay. So every cool. time he's taking a picture... He's doing he the he does that. Oh, that's cool. Have you that's you never cool. noticed that? I I never really, I noticed he did the peace sign, but I never right. really connected it to that. Yeah, to that inciting that. incident. Yeah, yeah. But he gets blasted out of the car, and then he sees a missile fall down that has Stark Industries on it. Like yeah, has his own he, tech. Yeah, whoever's shooting at them has their his tech. Yeah, he doesn't know what's going on. It explodes shrapnel, pff, gets all into his body. Yeah. He starts bleeding out and he passes out and we flash. Wouldn't the shrapnel also get in, like his face, his legs, and everything? Because the only thing that was really covered was his chest. Uh yeah, I would assume it was so. kind of backwards, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think he got other parts of his body too because he's all scarred up in his neck and everything right. too, and he's all scratched up. But right. in terms, and his face is like kind of messed up too. It's messed up, but it's but not like it's a movie. Like yeah. his, like the other stuff. Yeah. yeah. But we flash back to 36 hours earlier. Yeah. And Tony's in Las Vegas at Caesar's Palace. Yeah. And they're some sort of like casino uh, slash yeah casino. They're in, well, they're in a casino, but it's some sort of presentation for like an engineering yeah. yep. and designing award or whatever. Yeah. We get the exposition about Tony, where he's like, uh, he built his first circuit board at age four and his first engine at age six. Jeez. Became CEO at twenty one, you know. Yeah. And he's like, he's more accomplished than will ever be. Obviously, well, he graduated from MIT, summa cum laude, and at uh, like age nineteen or something, right? Yeah, he graduated super early, young. Yeah, <laughs> he's just a, he's a genius. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and this, this is kind of where we meet two other of our main characters of the movie: yep. uh, Colonel James Rhodes, yep. Rhodey, and then Obadiah Stane, who we'll yep. refer to as Obi. Yeah. Uh, what do you make of them? It's uh, Terrence Howard and Jeff Bridges. What do you What do you make they of them? They seem like characters? they're they they both know how Tony is because we get a glimpse of like, okay, Tony's not here for his own award. Where the fuck is he? Yeah. And they're just irritated because they're like, oh, fuck, like we got to deal with this guy again. Um, but they seem just kind of on Tony's side because they have to be and because they're friends with him. But you know, they kind of have his back too. What do you do? You like them as characters? Do you think they're um well portrayed or you have problems with I, them? i'm indifferent i i don't feel anything any i don't have anything negative to say but i don't have anything like fantastic to say either about them 
I I like I like Rhodey in this, and I like Obadiah in this. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. Uh, in terms of vil- like villain stuff, we would find out later. He's not the best, you know. Really, Obadiah. Like you don't think he's one of the his motivations don't really make a lot of sense to me. And you're right. When we talked about that, his motivations don't really make sense. Yeah, but to me, they make sense. It kind of makes sense, but like he's already like he right. wants more money, but he's already making money. Kind of. You, th- you don't really you know what he's think about it and process it. Yeah. It's kind of like, ah, uh, okay, well. And then Terrence Howard as Rhodey, we don't really get much of Rhodey because uh, no. he's obviously replaced after this movie is is over with. Well, so we only. It's only also get not his. It's not about him. About Tony, yeah, right. But I mean, in terms of as a character, like I, right. I, I like his portrayal of Rhodey. Right, right. He's right. kind of like always like annoyed with whatever Tony's doing. He's, he's always like, like, he's like, I want nothing to do with whatever you're doing. Yeah, and he's always <laughs> just like, no, no, no. What are you, ta- what are you talking about? This is some kind of like joke. And he's like, yeah. no, we're working. And he's always trying to like, <laughs> Tony doesn't want anything to listen to him. Or whatever. Yeah. So he always seems like such a curmudgeon and such a stick in the he, mud. He's like, he's like. He's like Tony's keeper. He's like trying to balance. He's like, dude, do you not understand? Like there are there's ramifications and serious. Yeah, yeah there's serious. Uh, there's serious sides to different coins. And he, and Tony's like, dude, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I I like them both. They're not around enough for MCU in terms of have like any kind of lasting impact. You know, because they're only in this one. Not Obi. Yeah. Rhodey, we do. We well, do no, he's replaced by. Right. Yeah. So he's not Terrence Howard's version is what I mean. Do you prefer Terrence Howard's version? Uh, I don't. I I, okay. I don't. I like his version a lot, right. and I and I but I get why it was kind of replaced, and they went with a different direction. He still kind of has isms of him, okay. but he doesn't seem as annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> he just seems like a little bit more capable. I don't know. Well, it turns out that they turned down. Well, they ended the contract with Terrence Howard because he wanted more money. Yeah, he wanted to be paid like uh, the same as Robert Downey yeah, Jr. But which, it's like. Dude, it's not about your character, though. Yeah, you're, you're a side character. Yeah. But I, I get it after this, he saw how much movie he made. I mean, he's still super successful. He's still right. super talented. I think he, right. I think he was great in this movie. I, I love everything he, he acts with, whatever. But the po- um, but he, I think he did make a solid argument is that Terrence Tower at the time, was way more successful and way more popular than Robert Downey Jr. This is kind of like the Yeah, yeah, that's very, true. That's, that's when he was making his comeback. Yeah, but this is... Iron Man was really the comeback movie that really brought him back into the limelight. Absolutely was, and they they fought hard for him to be yeah. in the role. So I'm, <laughs> where I, and you can't imagine anyone else in the role. You can't. No, you. It's can't. like Hugh Jackman, Wolverine. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. it's like you. No one else is going to be that good or that perfect. It just sucks because it's like, uh, you 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 kind of understand Terrence Howard, but at the same time, it's kind of like like. And, struggle and, with and it. We're, we're still in the beginning of the universe where a lot of people were getting replaced. And, or right. Maybe not a lot, but it, it was happening. And I'm surprised it didn't happen more, to be honest with you. Like, as the, Rhodey? As, no, as the years went on, they didn't replace more people. Like, you kept really? all, you kept almost all these people, like, basically everybody around. You only replaced two characters, really. Who was replaced? You replaced Edward Norton and you replaced... Uh, oh, uh-huh. Like, that's uh-huh. it. Like, really? There like, wasn't a Thor character that was replaced? I thought there was a Thor Oh, I think there's some random... Like, But, I mean, in terms of, like, main... Yeah. cast to characters that are yeah. in like almost all the movies you kept everyone around like that's awesome like yeah that's a that's a feat yeah you did, no one else was busy or like had another contract or anything like that you know that's, that's like, like that's a impressive. lord of the Rings status right there yeah no one was replaced well they, they filmed all the movies back to back to back right they filmed them all at the same time over like <laughs> five years or however yeah. long it was but we see tony he's at the casino table playing craps <laughs> he's like just throwing dice He's got an award for him, like a prison. Like yeah. hundreds of people are there to congratulate to see him. him, and he's out playing crap. Yep. Uh, Rhodey shows up and he's like, "Well, they told me it would have been a great honor to present you with the award." He's like, oh yes, they roped you in it. Oh, of course, it's a great honor. Like, when when is it happening? He's like, "Here it is." Oh, oh, there, oh, there it is. And, <laughs> and his comment, his com, dude, this is why I relate to him because I'm just like, I have such a Tony attitude about so many things. He's like, "Oh, I don't have 
like thousands of those laying around. And he goes right back to playing craps. He's like, come on, dude. <laughs> you could be a little bit nicer about it. Yeah. yeah. But he's like, of course it would be a great honor. You presented it. And yeah. of course it's you. And I can't believe you're here. And, yeah. you know, and he's like, Almost as if he didn't even know what was going on. Yeah. Because he's so distracted and doesn't really care. Yeah. And we get that going forward because he's like, well, right, he, we're going to let it ride. We're going to ride yeah. all this money. And he's well, like, blowing it, it, sweetheart. When you're that successful and you, you're sitting at the top and you're just winning everything, it's like it's, it gets boring. But he's complacent. Yeah. He's complacent. He's not doing anything with his life. You yeah. Know? He's not doing anything good. He's literally profiteering from all this yeah. stuff and just making himself be like this. But I from a I mean, think about it. And, and on a smaller scale, when you're sitting there playing against a 12-year-old and you keep winning and winning and winning, right? It, it just gets boring. Like at some point, you want someone to. Yeah, beat but you got You need to be doing something better with your life. Do you have fl- to though. Yeah, you're just gonna be living your life for nothing. Like, that's not a way to live. That's not a fulfilling life. No. Which he kind of right kind of which he figures out. Yeah. yeah. But and we also see like he he's just going through the Playboy motions. Yeah. He like gives the award away. He doesn't even want it. He gives it to he like Caesar. Some random guy. He, goes, he, he says render into Caesar. That yeah, it's like the Caesar. Caesar actor or whatever. <laughs> uh, then he's as he's walking out, he's heading to like the airport or something. Yeah. A young reporter shows up and she's yeah. like, Oh, is she cute? And he's like, Oh yeah, she's cute. And then, and he, then he, he goes and her, he gives the interview. Yeah. yeah. Uh and then the, she ends up going back to his place. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, uh you have been called Da Vinci over time. You're also called the merchant of death. He's like, Oh that, that's better, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he says, uh, that's ridiculous, I don't paint. Yeah. <laughs> But he he had he kind of like gets defensive when she's like actually doing reporterish questions and yeah. like oh are you, he's like well tell me do you ever like all these breakthroughs are military funding he's just trying to justify himself he's got a reason an excuse or justification for everything yeah he's practicing in front of the mirror yeah. you know he but he knows deep down it's wrong yeah but he just like ha- he has an excuse to like oh I have to do this because uh, once weapons are no longer needed I'll do baby bottles you know and it's like oh do you say that to yourself like come on have you ever thought about the historical context of this movie though two thousand eight yeah. Well, in terms of Afghanistan, or yeah, well, because nothing's made in a vacuum, man. That's definitely definitely right. part of it. Because I mean, I, when I watched first watched this movie, I was like, yeah, like why why would you be why would you be mad that he's making weapons to fight people overseas and everything? Uh, and so that's where the historical context comes of you know us fighting in Afghanistan and Iraq and Iran. Um, Still there, yeah, twelve years later. And so most people who are patriotic in that way would be like, yeah, like. Why are you? Why are you up his it's ass? Prote- about it's it? protecting our boys. Yeah, out there. Yeah, and so from that point, you're just kind of like you're rooting for Tony on both, like on both fronts. Like, yeah, he's making tons of money. He's successful. Also, he's protecting. But he's US. not really. He's he's just making his money. His company's off of selling it. under the table to the other but side. But that's well, we later find out that that's not him. Like, yeah, but he's complicit in it. Yeah, he doesn't care. He's yeah, he he, he he just he just he just more concerned about his yeah. bank account and him looking good. Yeah, yeah. Don't see it, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But eventually, he she's like, "Oh, do you ever lose sleep at night with all this stuff?" And he's like, "Well, I'm prepared to lose a few with you." So she goes back with him. I'm which he, from Vegas. Yeah, it's like an hour flight, so they probably were on the plane together to get back to his house in Malibu. Oh, Vegas, Vegas. Yeah. I don't know why I thought they were on the East Coast. Okay, uh, yeah, Vegas. or or a five hour drive, which I'm assuming they fly, flew with his yeah. private jets or whatever. Oh yeah, come on. But she doesn't get anything useful out information out of him. She wakes up alone. Yeah. Uh, we, have, we get the introduction to Jarvis. Yeah. We also get an introdu- so cool. introduction to uh, Pepper Potts. Yeah. Uh, played by Gwyneth Paltrow, and then Jarvis played by Paul Bettany. Yeah. What do you make of them, those two? I. They obviously are standing in for future movies and future franchises right. going forward for the whole MCU. Um, let me start with Pepper Potts. Um, yeah, she. Uh, 
in terms of this movie, we don't have right. to go further. In this movie, I just found her kind of bland, honestly. Um, as a character, I didn't really care all that much about her. I mean, towards uh, once you finish the movie, you're like, oh, okay, like I can see where this is going. Um, but me, I just even at the end of the movie and throughout the the MCU, I'm just kind of like, okay, like I don't know. I feel like they made they try to make a chemistry there that wasn't really there. Oh, you really? Yeah. Oh, I'm kind of surprised by this. I thought he she's ha- awesome. I thought he they has, have great chemistry he has together. More chemistry. He has better and more chemistry with the reporter than he did with Pepper Potts, in my opinion. Mm, that was just like a fling thing throughout this movie. That was just a fling thing. That right. doesn't seem anything serious. He doesn't. And I feel like he had more chemistry with uh, in Iron Man two with Black uh, Black Widow and throughout the MCU more than he had with Pepper Potts throughout the MCU. Oh no, you're yeah. wrong. no, no, you're uh, wrong. I stand by that one because she's like his. She bores me. She's like his personal assistant, secretary, executive kind right. of thing. She yeah. like does it all. Right, and she and, and she, she portrays it great. And she's kind of the one running the show while Tony kind of does his thing. Like yeah, he, she because she's like literally like oh Tony we got we got to prove this this and this we like, got this MIT we got this thing because he's got... only there to like say yes or no yeah she's literally <laughs> planned everything out and he's he's all he does is say yes or no like she's literally the one running everything yeah and eventually she gets like you know becomes CEO and everything right but like she she's so in charge of everything yeah I think she's great dude I no, like her a lot she, no she she portrays Gwyneth Paltrow portrays Pepper Potts perfectly and I think. She does a great job. However, I just don't see the chemistry between them that leads oh, I to do. Their, their relationship. I do. Because they're very flirty with each other. And it's also like a, like, oh, it's kind of. Are they flirty? They're kind of flirty. They're kind of like. I'm more flirty with, like, the people um, I date than he was with her the entire MCU. No. I didn't get that. No, he, he's that flirty with her. He likes her. No, I, um, I can. Uh, I can see the balance between them where he just, like, he's reckless and he, he kind of likes to just do his own thing. And she's more grounded, and she's more secure, and she's more like no. No, I like no. I don't see that at all because she. They're, he's like all she has, and vice versa. Like they're kind of in this together, and right. they're the only people he, he can really trust, honestly. And we kind of get that in this movie too. Yeah. Uh, I I think they're a great team. I think it. I think mm. they work well together. I think they both have good chemistry together. I think I, it, I, I think it works out. I, I don't buy it. I don't buy the chemistry. Hmm. Yeah. Well, there you go. I guess you hate the movie. All right. Next. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jarvis, I fucking love Jarvis. He's one of like if I could have a computer like I try every like I buy apps I buy software to just have everything get that voice yeah to get the voice to get anything close to Iron Man tech yeah for for all my stuff yeah yeah it's such a cool thing especially how it plays into stuff later but in terms of this this movie he's like he has an AI but it's just like a person and he's just like oh he's sarcastic you know it's like his friend yeah it's his best it's one of his closest friends yeah but. It's so funny how it's like it like responds to him. It's just like, oh yes, that you're always really uh, you know, subtle. You're subtle. very subtle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done, sir. You know, yeah. he's kind of thing. He's like, oh, sir, we can't be doing this. Like Jarvis, we got to do this. Come on now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I like Jarvis a lot. Yeah, uh, I do too. So basically, she has like a meeting with him before he's about, Tony before yeah. he's about to leave. Like she's like, oh, she he, he she sent the girl away. He's like, oh, we got to go over some stuff before you leave. And he's just trying to blow her off. You yeah. know, Tony. And he's just not really interested in like, oh, it's in June. I don't have to worry about this. Blah blah blah. blah. I yeah. don't really care. And she's like, because well, he's just going through the motions of even his business. He's yeah. just like, I'm he's just like, doing whatever. This I have to. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. And she, he's like, why are you trying to get me out of here so fast? And he's like, you were supposed to be on a flight like three hours ago. Like, what are you? <laughs> <laughs> dude, to be that successful and that important in the world that no one moves without you. Well, like, he's, he's the whole point. He's supposed to be giving a presentation. Yeah. In Afghanistan. Yeah. Well. 
That's the other. He has a schedule to keep with the freaking military. Like they don't like. Yeah, but he's Rhodey still sits there for three hours. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't move. Yeah, <laughs> we get to that in a second. We get to that in a second. Dude, I I I want to be on that level because <laughs> Tony's like, what's the point of having a private plane if it leaves before I get there? Like yeah. it's my plane. You know? okay. <laughs> like it makes sense, but like, dude, you have a schedule to keep. Like you yeah. can't keep people waiting like this. Yeah. But we find out that's her birthday today. Pepper's birthday. Yeah. And she's like, he's like, oh, it's your birthday already? How, what? He's like, yep, same day as last year. Like, uh, I think. I'm, but he he didn't forget. He did forget. No, he didn't. He's like, oh, it's your, oh, oh, sure, I knew that already. He, like he totally forgot. No, he because he, he was he was like, oh, you should get yourself a gift. And she was like, oh, well, I already got one. He's like, do you like it? And she was like, no, no, no. He, he, he said you should get yourself a gift from me. And she's like, oh, I already did. Like, she already spent money on his thing. He's like, oh, was it cool? And she's like, oh, it was very tasteful. Thank you, Mr. Stark. See, I read that differently. No, no, he never, he, he doesn't care about her. He never, he never bought that present. She just used his, like, company card or whatever. And I read that him. differently, that he played it off like he forgot, but oh, he, no, no, that no. he did no. actually remember. No, he didn't. He totally forgot. Really? Because like, later on, he's like, where was this from? She's like, oh, it's a birthday present that you, uh, I bought for um, me from you kind of right. thing but she handles all of his accounts she totally yeah he doesn't huh. he doesn't remember that at all yeah he because he only cares about himself why would he remember her birthday because he's like already i feel like you just like prove the point that there's no chemistry between them no because th- he there's chemistry between them but he's such a selfish asshole in the beginning and he comes back he's like no i actually he kind of shows just, that he no, cares ah, about because i i i was under the impression the way i read that situation was that he had bought the dress and just played it off like he didn't no he didn't that's not yeah you go back and if you go back and watch it it's, it's definitely like it's, it's pretty clear to me that he totally forgot i feel like you just supported my my claim that there's no chemistry like there's very little to no chemistry and there's still really. chemistry he's still like it's kind of like and he's like oh why are you trying to get me out of here you know he's trying to be flirty and stuff but he just is he's so up his own ass that he doesn't care hmm. but she's the only one who kind of talks to him like a yeah like that too and doesn't, yeah you know. like a parent yeah yeah huh. um anyway he heads off to the airplane to the get to afghanistan we see roadies on the he leaves his his butler behind uh happy. yeah oh yeah happy yeah happy happy's not his butler he's like a driver he's like his driver but his driver needs to keep up with him because he has all his bags and everything yeah and he just ditches them <laughs> he's like oh i lost you there for a second sir i had to cut cut, cut across here to get to you uh, mulholland yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's but, like, oh, okay, okay. But, uh, <laughs> Rody, you see him standing on, the, like, the, he's like, he's three pissed. hours. You had me standing here for three, three hours. hours. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, waiting on you now. Let's go. Yeah, he walks in. He's like, wait on you now. <laughs> and then, uh, we also see he has flight attendants who are basically strippers, you know, and they're like, and he's just like, oh. he's just living he's like, the speaking life. Of, speaking of hot towel, how about a hot sake to go with this hot towel? Like, no, come, Tony. Rody's like, we're working here. We're working here. <laughs> you can't do this. He's like, I'm just talking about nightcap. It's fine. We, we're still working. Uh, but they, you know, Rody gets drunk. He, he gets he gets dragged into Tony's shit. <laughs> when I put on this uniform, you know what I recognize? <laughs> I see all them people got my back. And he's like, uh huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, he's like, uh, he's like no, 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 no. You don't even understand. You don't even no, listen. I understand. And he's just like distracted by the flight attendants, the girls, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, dude, the strip. I remember that was a huge thing. Like after this movie came out, people were talking about the stripper pool comes from the ground, yep, from the floor, in the up. plane. <laughs> It's like, come on, man. <laughs> like, this is a regular thing. This is such a regular thing. He just has a, a pool yeah, that just well, comes he, up. He, yeah, I'm assuming it's part of the job description. Stripper slash flight attendant oh, serve me alcohol. Like, what what is implied wow. to be going on up in that plane, you know? Wow. 
bad guy, man. He's taking advantage of everybody. He doesn't care about his friend waiting there. He doesn't care about anything. He doesn't care about wasting military time, you know, nothing. I, I, I just thought he's just a big baller guy. That's, that's no. all I'm thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he says the Jericho missile. He's like, he's better to be feared or respected. I prefer the weapon you only have to fire once, you know? And he's like, all right. Is it too much to ask for both? Exactly. <laughs> Fires the missile, it explodes everything, and then yeah. we catch at the beginning of the movie where he's in the, he's yeah, in the, we fi- yeah, the we, thing. He gets captured by a group of ter- terrorists called the Ten Rings. Which, uh, this is the first introduction to them, which they don't really ever touch on ever again. They're, they're have a, they have a movie coming out in the new phase of MCU movies called uh, uh, Shang-Li and the Ten Rings or something like that. Really? It's the same symbol. So right. it's like, hmm, maybe that plays into For something. me, I question, because, I mean, we're getting, I'm getting ahead, but they, ha- they introduce it here. They don't do it in Iron Man 2, and then they bring it back in Iron Man 3, but then it's not really... The Ten Rings, or, yeah, and it's not really the Mandarin. But that's just a problem with the Ryan Man Three. That's not right. But why introduce it at all if it's not going to go anywhere? It maybe it was supposed to, and they just the future directors didn't want they, to or story to. stuff, you know. But that's c- kind of the whole story of Iron Man. Like, besides the the whole getting captured and everything, and, and you know the chess piece, um, part the. Part of a, a hero's uh, villain, main villain is being the opposite, right? Because you have Batman and Joker, then you have Superman and Lex. Well, the Mandarin was Iron Man's because Iron Man's all magic, and Iron Man's just like, and, and just in this reality of like, no, there's only science, there's only math, there's only physics. And then he has like, now he has this like. That's in the comics and the cartoons and right. stuff. It's but that's such a perfect not, thing to. to yeah, to, I remember thinking this back in 2012 when Iron Man 3 was coming out in yeah. 2013. Like, oh, this is going to be so great. Yeah. And we know how that turned out. We'll eventually probably have to cover it on this podcast. But <sighs> we're getting ahead of ourselves. But we have right. our opinions on Iron Man 3, how right. disappointing it is. <laughs> and not just because of the twist, but that's a part of it. Right. Um, we get an intro to Ten Rings here. Yeah, which this is like a sect of Which could have been cool. Yeah. Which, which is co- cool in this movie, could have been cool in the future, but it's not. It's yeah. not this movie's fault, you know. Right, right. Um, but basically we see he's captured with somebody else, Jensen. Yeah. He's like the surgeon and scientist, uh, and he saved Tony's life basically because he was able to get the shrapnel out of uh, his the, heart. From what uh, we learned from Jensen, the, the, the chess piece keeps his heart pumping, right? He doesn't make a chess piece, though. He just has some – he has like an electromagnet inside of his body that hooked just, up to a car battery. Yeah. Uh, and it's basically stopping the shrapnel from entering his bloodstream, entering his heart from the missile that exploded. Right. So it, it's not letting it move basically, the shrapnel, because it's in his arteries, in his va- in his valves, right? I think it's like – doesn't it suck it in or anything or is it maybe it doesn't I stop think it? it's because it's in his body. So like your body naturally just like tries to get oh, rid of it. Oh, yeah. That's, that's how I understand okay. it. Okay. Is that it's it, – so the electromagnet is almost like reverse. It's almost like trying to push it out. But if it pushes out, it's going to pierce through, right? But if it pulls it in like a magnet would, then it's, it's going to rip up yeah. his insides. So it's just keeping it where it's at because otherwise it would kill oh, him. Oh, yeah, yeah. So That's he, how I understand yeah, it. Yeah, but basically this isn't a good solution. Like, no. This is – he'll have a car battery this, this, sticking out he, of your chest. He's, just, he's, running, he's running on his ninth live right now. Yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's lucky to be alive. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you think of Jensen? I fucking – I fucking love Jensen. Jensen's so good. Jensen is the character – if anything, is the only is the one character that really gives Tony that push into being Iron Man. Jensen's the first person that Tony actually cares about. Yeah. Like oh. actually. Like oh. wow. Yeah. I think Jensen Jensen is the reason Tony cares. I think Jensen is the reason there's Iron Man. Jensen is the reason or is like you said, is is the first person that Iron that Tony cares about and gives him that push. Yeah. Because, I he's so great. He's such a great character because he's also he's like He's smart. 
he's calculating, but he's also kind of like, you know, what are you gonna do with your life? You're gonna let your let all this stuff happen to you? Come yeah, on, that's you, you're gonna do something about it. He's like a, a a very small father figure, but very impactful father figure. Yes, you know, because yes. Tony's never had that, right? Not a good one. And and now he, you're looking at someone. He says, "Oh, you know, my family is back in Gomera or whatever. I'm gonna see them again." So you so we know he's a family man. He's an educator man, and he's. He's just trying to make the best yeah. of, of he's, the situation. He's also saying, like, oh, I, I met you once, you know, it was oh, yeah. at some conference, you know. And, right. You, know, you were too drunk to even remember me, kind of I thing. thought he said he was too drunk. No, 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 Tony was. He's like, oh. I'm surprised you're able to stand with the, how much alcohol I thought he you said had he was too drunk because no, no. he had a Jensen, presentation. Jensen didn't. No, Tony gave a presentation. Oh. Jensen's not. Oh, okay. Jensen's some scientist thing. He's like, I met you once, but you didn't remember me because you were too drunk. Right. So... He speaks multiple languages. He's like a good man. You know, he, yeah. he knows Tony's a good man deep down. Yeah. He kind of reminds me of uh, Dr. Erskine, or Erskine, whatever, from Captain America. Oh, yeah, he yeah, does. Very similar I almost vibes. thought it was the same person when I, <laughs> when I watched Captain America. Yeah. yeah but it's not. I get very similar vibes. I like yeah. them both. But yeah. uh, Jensen and Tony are both captured by the terrorist group who proceeds to basically torture both of them because yeah. uh, they have like a large stockpile of stars. We'll use them and then torture them and then kill them. Yeah. Well, all any it's, any order. It's kind of implied. We're gonna kill you first, then we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we see the terrorists have like a bunch of Stark weaponry. Yeah, bunch it's of, pretty much bunch all like a hundred percent all Stark stuff. Yeah, and they want they're like they're like oh we're your loyal customers we're big fans of yours Tony yeah. and, and he's we, like who the fuck are you yeah like he's like you're the people we're trying to fight yeah how and, did you get my shit yeah and Tony basically he gets told like oh. We want you to build the prototype missile, the Jericho missile that you that you presented, right? Uh, that you presented for the military. And once you finish, we're we're gonna let you go. And Tony's like, No, you're not. No, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> and Terrace like smile like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah we're something. But Tony just like is kind of defeated. And Jensen says like, Is this the final act of the great Tony Stark? Yeah. Making a weapon for these murderers? Or are you gonna do something about it? You know. Yeah. And he's like, we're, it's, it's hopeless. I'll be dead in a week. And then yeah. Jensen's like, Well, this is a very important week for you then, isn't it? <laughs> Dude, that's just like a. Ugh. Dude, I feel like that's something my dad would tell me. Yeah, no, well. Like Brett, like he, he, I feel like, like he just gives me those gut punches, man. This is important. So he gets in, like, all right, Tony has a plan. They get to work. They yeah. get all the gear and stuff, everything, and they get make the workshop ready because all the terrorists like get everything you need for, yeah. to make this missile. You yeah. Know? Uh, but they first things first, he makes a miniaturized arc reactor. Yeah. The arc reactor being like a sustaining power source that yeah. powers Tony's factory back at home that yeah. at Stark Industries. But now it's gonna be like a small thing that he's gonna place in his chest that's gonna keep him alive and stop the shrapnel yeah so obviously because yeah the car battery is not gonna because <laughs> you need something to be able to move around right the car battery is not gonna be able to well even then like anything could happen with the freaking car battery yeah like, it's just like, that's not that, that's not gonna be a long that's yeah. not yeah you're you're not you're done after yeah that. but we get like, obviously the iconic first arc reactor going in his chest mm. he's like oh that could run your heart for 50 lifetimes if you have that he's like yeah. or something big for about 15 minutes yeah and so he reveals his plans. Like, what else? What big thing could you be making? Yeah. He has all these like Separate schematics and, and blueprints yeah. and stuff. And he's like, oh, flatten them out, and you'll see. And they flatten them out, and it forms a suit. Yeah. This big old the, the first original Iron Man Mark One Iron Man suit. And he's like, oh, okay. And now Jens is like, okay, okay, here yeah, we go. Here we go. That's the plan. So they get to making the missile, but it's just a ploy because they don't really yeah. know. And he's like, oh, how are they? The terrorists like watching them on cameras. You know, yeah. they're they're, wa- they're keeping track of them, keeping tabs on them. Right. Like, this is wrong. It's backwards. No, it's just flipped. It, yeah. It's still the same picture, right? And they, they're, they're not really sure what's going on. Uh, but it's so cool. I love all the scenes in this movie of him, like, in the workshop or in yeah. the, back at home when he's, like, building the stuff and, yeah. like, it shows everything you, together. It, it shows you kind of, like, his, his intelligence side, like, his, his creativity, and it shows you his, his, like, kind of his mindset. 
I think. Yeah. Like, you get to see who he His is. engineering stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I always thought that's so cool in movies where if you're like, I always want to be like, oh, I wish I was that smart to, like, put things together and yeah. take things apart and, like, just be you know, putting machinery together and yeah. things like that. Like, yeah. such a cool, like, thing. Yeah. I love it, man. But uh, the terrorist group is not very smart, but their leader is. Right. Uh, Raza. He's, like, smart. Oh, than, I didn't know that was his I looked him up. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't think they say it, but. Yeah. Uh, he suspects something's up. He goes in there into the workshop, and basically he's like, get his motivation. He wants to be a warlord and a ruler like right. Alexander the Great and Genghis Khan. He wants right. to like and rule the world basically. Yeah, he wants to be the, use the Stark weaponry to help him get there. Right. Which like, you're you're not gonna like you're shooting you, for the stars there. How many? How much? Doesn't matter how much Stark tech you're gonna get. Yeah. It's not gonna happen for you. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you could you could he could take over. Okay, maybe Iran, Iraq, or something. Right. He could maybe do that. Maybe. But the whole world? Uh, once he starts, like, w- once you start expanding more and more, yeah. you're getting more and more governments on your side. And you only have one, maybe a few, like, super powerful military people, like, right. helping fund you so they can keep funding this war forever. You know, right. like, oh, we just sell to both of you. We make money. Right. And then the war continues. And right. we just keep making money more and more and more. Yeah. So, I mean, that it can't last forever. No. But. He's ambitious. He, he's ambitious. He's an ambitious <laughs> dude. Respect, you know. Uh, and. Basically, the key is the Stark weaponry, and he tells him, like, he calls him out, like, Jensen, what's really going on here? Tell me what's going on. Yeah. He's like, oh, we're working very hard, you know? Yeah. He pulls out, like, hot coals from the furnace, like, oh. open his mouth, and he's, like, going to put the hot coals in his mouth. And yeah. Tony, like, first time in his life, stands up for someone else. Mm. Never stands up for someone else ever in his life. He's like, wait, I, ne- I need him. He's a good assistant, you know? Yeah. He's like, you have till tomorrow to assemble my missile. Uh, uh, come on. And tomorrow? He, yeah, he puts a stop at everything, because they've been working for, like, who knows how long. Yeah. And he, he has he has something high tech in his chest, like right. you're doing something. Yeah. So he's smart. He's like, all right, you have till tomorrow. Like, and we're yeah. watching you, you know, obviously. Yeah. So like, thankfully they're almost done. Good yeah. thing this didn't happen like halfway through the week. Like, yeah. we're done. <laughs> but they're like, okay, here we go. We gotta finish this. No more fucking around. We gotta finish the suit. Yeah. Uh, it's crunch time, and basically, it's. Uh, I think Tony has a finishing touch of like making mask or whatever, like oh, the, yeah. the helmet. Dong! You hear like the final ring of that that yeah. awesome iconic hammer. You yeah. Know? Uh. Basically, they get everything set up where Tony's out of light from the camera. Yep. Uh, and they also rig the the bomb and on the door. Oh yeah, the case, guys try to come in. And to come boom! In. So blows up. they're setting everything up, and the terrorists like, "Where's Where's Tony going?" So they go and check, open the door. Boom! He's like, <laughs> he is like, oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> Tony can't see the door. He's like, "Did it work? Come on, tell, talk to me. Come on, what's going on?" Like, well, it worked all right. <laughs> yeah. So they start like the initiation sequence, like launching him up and powering yeah. up of the suit. Yep. Uh. Tony's like, all right, come on, come on, how much time do we got? And he's like, Jensen's like, they're coming. He's like, no, we're fine, we're fine. He's like, like, just focus. He's like, and he's like, they're coming. And then he, you hear him coming down the, the cave, and the suit's maybe like 50% done. Yeah. He's like, we, hey, we need more time. I'm going to go buy you some time. And Tony's like, Wait, no, stick to, the, stick to the plan. Yeah. Jensen goes, grabs a gun off one of the blown up bodies, and yeah. starts shooting down the thing. He's like, yeah. no, Jensen, no. Yeah. He takes off. But he can't do anything because he's kind of he's stuck. Like, he's, he's, he's stuck up, in the metal, yeah, because yeah, it doesn't power on until that thing, because right. you can't move it yourself. Yeah. You know? But he runs off, leaving Tony until the suit powers up. It does, and then you see Jensen running down the hall, shouting, and yeah. basically falls into an ambush where the troops are all right there and yeah, and smoke him. Well, we don't. They don't. They don't really show or see. We don't see him get. But like he's surrounded with a bunch of people have guns on him. Like, like uh. But the MK1 suit finishes powering up the Mark One. Yeah. Uh, and the terrorists run in. Tony basically jumps him like he's sneaky and yeah. beats them all up. You yeah. see him like. Knocking them, knocking their, knocking them out or killing them with a single punch because yep. he's like, w- w- are they dying? You think? Uh, I think so because he's not pulling punches. Like, right? Because uh, you're my your captors. I'm escaping. Yeah. Um. Because we get a scene where 
they some of the guys like get through a door and, and they just leave the, the two guys left in there. They're yeah. just like, no, you're stuck in there with him. <laughs> and then you, you get the door right and then you just stop hearing this. Like if some big old two-ton machine throws it, you against the wall. Yeah, and punches you. You're, there's no waking up from that. You don't, <laughs> you don't you don't come back comes up and tries to do a headshot to Tony cuz he's stuck and he just comes right yeah, back and shoots him in the head. Yeah. Yeah, so these guys are dying. He also has like uh what's it called? He has he has like some kind of like weaponry stuff too. Yeah. He like fires a missile and yeah. stuff and blows people up. Yeah. But he finds Jensen's dying body. And basically yeah, he's like, "Come on, come on, we got to go. Your your yeah. family's waiting for you. Come on, let's go get up, man." And he's like, my family's dead. Like this is always the plan. I'm gonna go see them, man. Yeah, I'm gonna go like, see my family oh, now. Damn, oh, Jensen, man, you're so positive this whole time. Yeah. And he le- his final words to Tony are, "Don't waste it. Don't waste your life, Stark." Man, dude, I got chills. Chills, <laughs> chills, oh, Jensen. Sacrifice himself. But Tony ends up leaving the cave. Flamethrowers on his arms, and he's there just burn and destroy all the terrorists that are left. Yeah. And also on the outside, the stockpile of the Stark weapons, and before he flies out of there. Yeah. Like a phoenix rising yeah. from the ashes. Uh, blows everything. Ah, okay. His okay. former life burned away. To- yeah. Tony Stark is dead in that cave. You yeah. Know? And the new, he's reborn as Iron Man. Yeah. He, Iron Man was his salvation. Yeah. So now he, he's no longer the Tony Stark that we know. You know what I wish is that Jensen played more of a part in his, uh, in his new, in his new mindset i guess throughout the movie oh like he referenced him more yeah yeah he doesn't really reference him really but you kind of he is kind of the starting point of it yeah yeah he's the ignition the match that lit the flame yeah for the phoenix to rise up again <sighs> man fuck we all need we all need a yinsen we all need a yinsen in your life hopefully he doesn't die and <laughs> here's the thing yinsen and something you mentioned just a second ago um he is positive to the moment he dies mm-hmm. he never says one negative thing no he's so always t- there yeah he's like I mean, even when uh, they're talking about his family, uh, Jensen says he's like, "Oh, so you're a man who has everything, who has nothing," and he's and and he, that's kind of when they start to like really build their bond, where he's just like uh, talking about family and how important it is and all that. And yeah. It's like, oh, man, like Jensen and like, Jensen has no family; they yeah. all died. And he's positive from beginning to end. Yeah. That we that we know him. And he saved his life. He didn't have to. He yeah. Did. Yeah. Wow. And he knew he knew from the very beginning that he wasn't getting out of there either. When that with that suit plan, yeah, like how am I gonna get out of here? He, he knew. Dude, you're gonna make me tear up, man. <laughs> Dude, fucking Jensen. Poor man. Jensen, man. Wow, but Tony, real MVP. Yeah, he's a real MVP of this movie, Jensen. He's a that and Stanley, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tony crashes into the desert. The suit breaks apart which yeah. honestly i think tony probably should have died from that crash yeah anyone <laughs> you're falling like 600 feet without a parachute in a big metal suit crashing into the desert you're not living from no. you're not gonna you're not gonna walk away from he that. probably has a few broken bones and ribs or something he's right? got, he's got to. to right but and he lands like i mean i understand sand is soft but the way he came out is like it was like a big yeah thud. it's like pff, yeah. It's buried <laughs> into the sand. yeah but he he's alive he starts wandering through the desert until the military finds him and brings him back to the States. Yeah. You know? like, How would they have found him, though? He's on the middle of bumfuck nowhere. You saw, I mean, they probably have scans of the explosion that happened, and they probably oh, follow the trajectory okay, where, okay, he, okay. where he was. Then go and, check and it they're, out. They're flying over, and they, they saw one person walk into the desert. And you also see he's doing this, too, when he's waving them out. He's doing the peace sign yeah. again. Yep. Yeah. That's where it first starts. Uh. Uh, next time you ride with me. That's what Rhodey says to him. Like, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. He's like, I'm not letting you out of my sight. I wonder how Rhodey made it out of there. Because I mean, they got ambushed and hard with touch, well, with well, Stark. Tech. That's true. Did he? Was he in that convoy though, or was he like? 
I thought he was because remember he said he was like the hump drumbeat's back there. Yeah, I, I don't know if he even took that convoy there. He might have been way farther behind. Well, no, because or... I would really say next time you ride with me. That's true. That's true. Maybe he had to retreat or something. I don't know. I don't know. That'd be cool. A little comic to see. Because I why, if I were Rhodey, I wouldn't leave without Tony. Yeah, you wouldn't let him grab his body or whatever. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm. Unless they thought he was dead because he was. You know, right. and they couldn't get to his body if they had to retreat or something. Right, right, right. Because who knows how many cars were actually blown up? You know, you don't really know. Well, almost all of them were. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> who knows? Huh. Um. Basically, he gets back to the states, uh, and <laughs> he gets off the the plane off the like on the tarmac. Yeah. And he's like, "What is this? Are you kidding?" And they have like a stretcher coming out for yeah. him, and he's like, "Come on!" And he's like, "No, put, that's a fine. I don't need it." Yeah. Uh, but he only wants two things. <laughs> he doesn't want to go to the hospital. Yeah. He wants an American cheeseburger, <laughs> and the next is to hold a press conference. Yeah, because well, he's been gone for six months in a cave. Was it three months? I think it was three months. Six. Three. I know, six. Uh, I, I, I just, yeah, oh. three. Uh, he's like, I, I've been three months in captivity. There's, there's two things I want to do. I want an American cheeseburger, <laughs> and the next is oh. I want to hold a press conference. <laughs> and he gets the worst kind of burger, he too. He goes to Burger King. Yeah, yeah of all places. It, they probably paid money to be in the sponsorship oh, for this maybe. thing, yeah. But basically, he gets this whole press conference going. And everyone's surprised that he's alive. He's like, "You're just walking around. Look at you. Look yeah. where you go." Obi's there. Basically, he tells everyone that right then and there, like he was a witness to horrible things, and while he was captured, and he he saw soldiers being killed by very weapons he created to defend them and yeah. protect them. And everyone is completely unaware that he's gonna be what he's gonna do. Yeah. Like, what's he planning? What's he right. gonna do? Uh, and the the fact that he was completely unaware of like the horrors of war. Yeah. Right. He, he had no idea. Right. You know. And what damage his weapons can do in the wrong hands. Because he's just been this playboy, this rich yeah. playboy up. I'm selling to the military. Yeah. You guys use it to protect yourself. I'm flying back to the LA now. Yeah, I'm, I don't care. But basically, it's time for him to take responsibility, and he'll be shutting down all weapons manufacturing at Stark Industries. Wow. And then everyone starts freaking out. And then basically, Obadiah is like, "Okay, well, oh, what, we should, what we should take away is that <laughs> uh, he's back, you know." And he tries to spin it, but it's going to yeah. be a PR nightmare for them. Uh, they meet up again, Obadiah at, at they're at Stark Industries. Yeah, and he's like, Yo. everyone's smoking. Obi smoking, smoking, happy smoking cigars and stuff. Yeah, because <laughs> happy's probably like, fuck, I'm out of a job now. <laughs> it's gonna go bad. We're about to lose everything. This the like the stocks are dropping. Uh, they dropped to what fifty three. He's like, oh, we knew it was gonna drop forty points, and he's like, it was fifty three points. There's something like yeah. something crazy they mentioned, but uh, we also before that happens, we get introduced to Phil Coulson. Oh, yeah. An we agent do. for the Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. Yeah, yeah. It's a long <laughs> ass name. <laughs> We're working on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I always loved Phil Coulson. I yeah. thought he was so cool. We haven't thought about him in forever. Yeah, he was cool. Yeah, he isn't a part of it, but. I feel like. Um, I. Yeah, I don't know. I, f- I, love, I love Phil Coulson. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. Another one I had much to say is just, oh, you're no, cool. Yeah, he's yeah. cool. Um, Obadiah talking to Tony. He's like, "Listen, we make weapons. We're iron mongers. Like, yeah. uh, uh, that's what we do. We keep the world from falling into chaos, you know." Yeah. And Tony's like, "That's that, not what I saw, you yeah. know. And that's not true. We could we, we do something better. Our we, our legacy shouldn't just be a body count, like you know? making things blow up." Yeah. Um. So basically, Tony is like, "We should take another look at the arc reactor technology," and shows Obadiah the uh, the arc reactor. So is this where we start to see Tony getting into clean energy? Is that? Is that kind of where he he's thinking of going? Yeah, I'm guessing so because oh. the arc reactor works, but he wasn't it wasn't fundable enough until you can make it smaller. Right. Know? But he also doesn't want to share it with anybody either because he doesn't really know who he can trust. Yeah. Right. Because I mean, I I, I understand where he's coming from because yeah, you want clean renewable energy, right? Everyone's go- going for that. Everyone's trying to develop that. I think it's a start for him because right. I mean, you got to switch the whole company around. You need something. Right. But at the same time, um. 
I think his, which I think they should have portrayed it a little bit better, but I don't even know how, is his father, you know, started Stark Industries. He was behind the Manhattan Project. He, he helped, what Obi says later, he gave uh, the world the atom bomb. You know, he was behind that project too. I think Tony's thinking of, okay, all these great things that the world has end up ended up in the wrong hands. He's like, if I if I create something amazing again and it goes to the wrong, he's like, I'm like I'm just repeating everything that I'm I've been doing. Yeah. So he's like, I need to hang on to this because I don't know what his capabilities are, like its full potential is quite yet, so I just need to hang on to it. Yeah. Good point. It does end up happening too, with yeah. the whole Iron Man suit. Yeah. Um Basically, Obadiah is like, "All right, well, I'll I'll take care of it. You hand you lay low. You know, I'll handle everything. And yeah. We're gonna take a lot of heat, but don't worry. You know, we're gonna we're gonna as long as we stick together. Because like your father and I, we stuck together. So as long yeah. as we stick together, everything's gonna be fine. Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, next thing he has Tony replacing his arc reactor in his chest. Yeah. With the the more efficient model like that yeah. he made back at home, and Pepper is like called down to help him, and she pulls out the exposed. Is yeah. It, all right, just pull the exposed wire out oh, of my chest. I'm going into cardiac arrest. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny scene, dude. He's like, it's just like Operation. Just don't let. He's like, what's Operation? It's just, she, a game. it's just a game. Never mind. You know, I don't know. I feel like she, Tony she, would. She's be probably just freaking out because he has a hole in his chest, and she's he's asking her like, <laughs> just, just how big your hand? Just put your hand down there and just grab the wire. Yeah. And she's like, okay, and she kind of starts yanking it. everything. She, out. She kind of grabs it, and he's like, okay, just nice and easy. And then all of a sudden, like the magnet comes out, and he's like, don't pull the magnet out at the end. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it's fine. It's fine. I'm just going to cardiac arrest. He's like, cardiac arrest. He's like, no, don't put it back. <laughs> <laughs> he's all breathing heavy. So good, and then he she puts it back, and he's like, oh, okay, all right, never felt better. Okay, we're fine, we're fine." <laughs> but like, he looked like he was like passing out, like about to die. Well, yeah, because he said in. he's going. You're going. Your heart's not pumping. Yeah, when you're going to cardiac arrest, and he's like, "Just attach the wire," and like, it looks like he's about to die. Yeah, <laughs> gets attached and gets electroshock. The wire. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, uh, he's like, "Oh, what do you want to do with the old chess piece?" And he's like, "Oh, just destroy it. I'm not nostalgic, you know. Yeah, I'm like us over here." Yeah. Um, but thankfully she keeps it and it yeah. comes back later, you know, thank goodness. Uh, but he's like, you're all I have. So he's like, I'm ne- never have me do this again. He's like, well, you're all I, you're all I have. So, yeah. And ends up being true because Tony goes and asks Rody like, Hey, I'm working on something big. Do you want to be part of it? You know, yeah. Rody's like, no, no, no. Because well, Rody comes also from the military point of view of look, you are meant to be making weapons. That's what you should stick to, and that's all you need to be doing. Yeah, he's like, oh, no, you need time to get your mind right. This is crazy, you know? Yeah. You're humanitarian now, you yeah. know, going off like this. Yeah, well, because he's a military guy. And Tony's like, okay, well, I literally only have Pepper. She's the only one who's there for me. She's yeah. the only one who's actually going to be there. And, and help him. And help me, yeah. And basically, he's the only, she's the only friend he has at this yeah. point. Well, I mean, Rhodey's his friend too, but he just – He doesn't he, know if he can trust him because he's, he's all about military stuff, you know? No, I don't think it's a trusting. I think it's more of a his. It's he's not telling Rody what's happening, anyways. So Rody well, was going to, but Rody doesn't want any involvement. Yeah, because I think it's just the point of view. Like, well, he, when he begins working on the Mark II, we see this later as he's like kind of developing it, and he's like, "Just keep everything in my personal file. I don't know who I can trust right now." Right. That's what he says to Jarvis. Right. And because his weapons clearly fell into the wrong hands before. Right. So he's like, "I don't, I don't know who I can trust around here. Right. You know, who knows what's going on." Um, basically now he's like, he has going to make some new things. Like maybe I can do some good with this new thing I'm making. Right. Uh, right. Some wrongs, you know, help these people that right. are suffering from my selfishness slash right. lack of responsibility there for you what go. I'm doing, yeah. you know? Yep. Yep. Um, he, all the scenes of him working on the engineering stuff is so cool. Like making the boot, you know, and pushing everything yeah, together and making crazy. the flight stuff, yeah. you know? 
all the all the holograms where he's like putting on the, yep. the arm thing yep. and everything. And he comes back yeah. later on with, with uh, Peter Parker and, and Spider Man. Like, oh, so cool. Uh, it all connects, you know. It's so cool. But I love the Butterfingers robot too, like the uh, oh yeah the dummy robot. Yeah. He has like has like a robot arm. Yeah, has like the magnifying glass thing, and it has the fire extinguisher for fire safety. Well, if you notice, it's in the papers when they're talking about uh, him graduating from MIT and everything. It was like his first robot. Yeah, or something. it oh, was his first robot. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he has it. That's so great. What's funny is that he says he tells Pepper that he's not nostalgic, right? But he hangs on to this this, this thing. This yeah. Ro- yeah, this yeah. robot that's pretty much useless. No, that's it's so good. He's like, all right, dummies on fire safety for backup, better option. You know, yeah. don't douse me. <laughs> as he like you know catches for the first flight test it starts yeah. you know pushing out you know uh so he's almost done with the suit he's just yeah. making final modifications and i love his trial and error stuff yeah. even though it takes longer in the movie times but right. it's like that's cool like he's actually because well, i mean up. how else would he do it i mean i feel but, like any of one of us would do it no and it turns out like a movie like oh he just oh, right. got it right he got it immediately right away he's right. a super genius you know and no like, like no he's messing up and he yeah. has to take time and actually get it right which yeah. is cool it's a cool thing to see he's flawed yeah what, I like what, that. what a concept. You know? <laughs> uh, but Obadiah comes by the house with pizza. Yeah. And he's like, he missed, Tony missed a board of directors meeting. And, and Okay, two things. And this uh, one of them is kind of unrelated. One, he's just as shocked as I am that he would miss a board of directors meeting. They probably didn't notify him. But wouldn't you already know? Wouldn't you just like happen to know? Or is he that disconnected? He's pretty from- disconnected, man. He's focused on this Iron Man stuff, and no one's probably telling him because he's supposed to lay low. Like, Everyone thinks he has Obadiah PTSD. told him to lay low, and yeah. Obadiah's not going to tell him, like, oh, come to this meeting. Yeah. Because he wants him out. Right. You know? mm. uh, but yeah. he's like, oh, the board, sorry, Tony, the board's filing an injunction against me. They want to lock you out. They're claiming you have PTSD. Your interests aren't what's best for the company, you know? And he's like, well, I'm being responsible. It's a new direction for me. For, I mean, for, for the company. You yeah. know? And he's like, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you called you out right there. You yeah, know what you're doing. Um, the second thing is what, what is the pur- what is the board of direct what is a board of directors like? What is the what's the purpose of a group of CEOs who have also or like not CEOs but like uh, people who have controlling interests? You know, like they have actual stocks. So and like, if you it. have fifty one percent, these are the people who would have, you know, the forty, the yeah, thirty, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Okay. added up. You know, so okay. like you still have controlling interests, quote unquote, but you have people to help run your mm. giant corporation. You right. Know? Um, like uh, Batman Begins, when like, oh, right? Sorry, you've been gone. The company's they going pump. Like, they have like twenty board of directors. Yeah, in there. and and because uh, like Batman Begins, he's like, oh, the company's going public, Bruce. Sorry, and then Bruce is like, oh, I bought all the shares. So I- <laughs> he bought all. Of it. He has a hundred percent controlling interest. It's like I have a majority interest or whatever it was. Yeah, but uh, Tony's like. Well, they can't. I can't do this. I'm fine. I'm going downstairs. And Obadiah's like, "Oh, come on. Let me see what you're working on. Well, have a piece of pizza. Oh, take two. It's fine." <laughs> He's still like acting like a friend's like, "Oh, it's yeah. cool." But uh, he heads back down to keep working on it, and we finally get the first successful flight test. Mm. It's day eleven, test thirty-seven. Wow. Like, wow. Uh, and we also, after that's done, we get the first like, the flight successful. Like, okay, I can fly. All right, good. Yeah. The, the dummy's gonna He's put like, him out. Yeah, I can fly. The dummy's <laughs> like about to spray him. He's like, ah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> But the flight's successful, and we start to suit up for the Mark II. Yeah. It's all silver, and there's no paint on it. No. But it's such a cool first reveal of, like, the yeah, suit. You know, the is. camera's spinning around. All the flaps are opening up, and everything's, yeah. like, engaging. And it's yeah. like, all right, all right. And we learn that he puts Jarvis inside his suit now, too. Yep. Yeah. A, like a, you know, AI or whatever. So cool. And before the numbers are finished crunching, he's like, all right, we got to run before we can walk. Let's go take this baby. And Jarvis is like, um, you should just take it slow for us. And he's like, nah, we're going to go I, all I the think way. Jarvis says, we have over a terabyte of calculations to come before we do any <laughs> kind of flights. He's like, oh, no, we're going to go. But he takes off, and then poof, it's yeah. super cool, like flying out that of is one of the first. That is one of the coolest flight scenes ever. Yeah, it's very like Superman flight scene, like yeah. Superman flying for the first time. But Tony's yeah. like, oh, yeah. 
you know, yeah. he doesn't know how to handle it. Uh, yeah. He sees like the kids that are like on the on the Ferris wheel. He's diving around the fer- freeways. And he's yeah. like going like crazy. He's like, oh, let's see how high this baby can go. Yeah. He shoots off and then basically he gets iced over because he goes way too high. Yeah. And he's like, uh, Jar- Jarvis, and he's too Early far away. Powers, yeah. yeah, he's too far away from the reception, probably from like the servers or whatever it is. Too. I took it as everything's frozen. So it, like everything frozen, like it couldn't move, it couldn't operate. Yeah, because obviously when you're running a computer, right, it, there's a lot of heat that comes from it. Well, if it's too cold, it can't do everything it's supposed to be doing. Yeah, and you need a hard drive and stuff to yeah. grab things and move yeah. things around and stuff. So, yeah, it it's that doesn't go well. Yeah, he's lucky he didn't die here. He's, <laughs> like, he's really, really, really lucky. Like, yeah, that's very, very nice. Well, smart. when you think about it, he went over the ocean, so it's safer than landing on sand. Not, I would say from that height, you're dead either way. No matter what you're landing on, yeah, he's but in it, the, he's in like the atmosphere. But he's also in a much more improved suit than you're than still before. You're, you're dying. No? Like, yeah. th- as soon as that suit hits the ground, that suit is gonna impale into you. Okay, like you're not protected. Okay, you're done. Like okay. he should have he should have died right yeah. there. It would have been the end of the movie. <laughs> uh, okay, basically he he actually makes it back home. Yeah, he's like all right, kill power, and he falls to the roof of his house, three stories. You know, into the back. He falls of through garage. cement like floors. Yeah. Damn. So yeah, it's the not suit's g- heavy. <laughs> heavy. So successful run, but there's still work to be done. You know. Yeah. Uh, we get the scene where Tony ha- opens the gift left for him by Pepper, prove that Tony Stark has a heart. It's his mm. old chess piece, you know, yep. in the glass box. Like, oh, touching it. It comes back later. Oh <laughs> man. Uh, <laughs> we also see the terrace of a harder work as well, though. They're yeah. Just combing the desert. Com- uh, like literally, just go digging. It's like a hole. It's like space balls out Indiana there. Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's they're all. We just... found shit. <laughs> <laughs> but they have like all the remnants of the suit, and they bring it back to the cave. Yeah. Uh, and they also have like basically they have all the old designs, and they're like looking at it and putting it back in like the way it's supposed to be. Like, oh oh yeah, because everything was still in the cave; it wasn't outside of it, so it yeah. didn't burn. Well, or some parts oh. were outside the cave too, but yeah. yeah. So they're putting things together. They're still there. Half of them are burned up on their faces or whatever, but yep. they're okay. But back at home, Tony realized he wasn't invited to this fundraiser. Uh, that his company puts on every year, this annual fundraiser. So while the suit's being rented. It's like the firefighters yeah, fundraiser. Some, some kind of association yeah. thing. It takes place in the Disney Hall or something like whatever yeah. they say. Like, oh, okay. Uh, but oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. It's all. Co- I mean, I knew it was Disney Hall, but I was like, oh, I wonder how they got the right. You're to like, do that with it. oh, yeah, it's all come together. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but while the suit's being rendered with the. Because uh, they have to get the metal all suited up with the robots and painted and stuff, he takes yeah. this time to go out. And make his first public appearance since the well, because press conference. he's he watches the news and they're like no one expects him to be yeah they here. think he's like a recluse you know yeah and that PTSD so he drives his silver Audi yeah. straight to the event shows up in a tux yeah everyone's yeah. like cheering for him and clamoring and everyone's like shocked to see him and <laughs> one girl's like hey Tony remember me sure don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, he has a few conversations here with like Obadiah outside and then yeah. he also sees Agent Coulson inside who he's like. We've been frankly trying to reach you, dude. He's like, <laughs> just like we have, a, we need to brief you, you know. And like nobody's, you know, giving him the time of day. Yeah. And Tony basically blows him off, like, oh yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, we'll do that date. I'm gonna go talk to my assistant over here because he's distracted by Pepper. Yeah, he's like, and on we'll this. make a, and he like does, yeah. almost doesn't even finish the sentence, just blows yeah, just him off. Walks away. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, poor, poor Phil. He <laughs> <laughs> can shit on. Yeah. Uh, she, he sees uh, that Pepper's here wearing this backless blue dress. Mm-hmm. And she's shocked to see, she is shocked to see him. And yeah. He's like, "What are you What are you doing here?" And he's like, "What is who, Where Where did this come from?" He's like, "Well, it's a dress that yeah. you got me for my birthday." And he's like, yeah. "Oh, well, it looks great. You know, I have good t- <laughs> he says I have good taste. You know, yeah. and he's shocked by it. So, uh, basically, 
she like they go to the dance floor and they have like flirty small talk and yeah then, and they're dancing but it gets kind of awkward real quick and she's like feeling like kind of awkward uncomfortable and he's like yeah. how about some air he's like yeah let's go get some air you know and she's like that was very uncomfortable for me because you're my boss i'm your assistant yeah here's, but here's the thing let me explain no no yeah go ahead she's an assistant he's the boss right and people know how he is with women right and she obviously doesn't want to be seen that way because especially with all her coworkers are there at that party okay you don't want people to get the wrong idea how she was able to climb so high in her right. position right because she's literally the one running everything and she got there by her own merit she didn't get there by sleeping with the boss yeah but you and you don't I, want I get all your coworkers it. to see that. I totally understand where she's – I get it. I get where she's coming from. I just – I think because we as viewers know the actual relationship between them, it's kind of more – like I didn't feel like it was awkward. But now that you've kind of uh, – I, I understand. I get yeah, it. Yeah, especially from her point of view. Like she doesn't yeah. want people to like – Get the wrong you know, idea. Look at, yeah. her, look at her sideways like because she's capable. Like she's right. smart. You don't want to be like – Undermine well, you, her. You just slept with Tony and you're a slut and he gave you all this stuff. And, yeah. yeah. Right. Um. They almost kiss here. Yeah. They kind of pull in, but she they kind of both pull away, and he's like, she's like, I would like a drink. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, let's go. <laughs> he goes downstairs to get her a drink with vodka, martini, extra dry, extra olives. Extra everything. Extra everything, yeah. <laughs> extra fast. Uh, at the bar, Tony sees the reporter from the beginning of the movie, oh, Christine yeah. Everhart. You know, yeah. she's back, and he doesn't remember her name at all. He's like, Kara, he's like, Christine, you know, whatever he says. But she's a good reporter, like, yeah. even though she slept with him, it's totally like. She's still and, more yeah. focused on her job yeah. than anything. Uh, I'm surprised because she does write. Doesn't she write about the relate like them sleeping together or no? Okay, so like later on or in no? Air, Iron Man two, um, there's a scene right after he runs into Elon Musk and he runs into Hammer. Um, he <laughs> she, she goes he goes, uh, she, oh Pepper says she did a big spread on Tony, uh, last year or whatever, and then he and then she goes. And then Tony chimes in and he goes, Oh, and she wrote a piece too. <laughs> and so it's like it was Did she like write a, like some kind of like like publici- I guess it was publicity like like, publi- yeah. like a people's magazine, like, oh, but in the bedroom of Tony Stark or something like I that. I don't think she went that far. I just think Pepper was basically calling her a slut to her face, but like subtly. And then Tony chimed in where it was like, uh, well she also did her job. <laughs> like <laughs> But yeah, so she basically kind of calls him out and is like, "Is this what you call accountability for your company?" She shows him all these pictures of like these terrorists having weapons, yeah. and uh, it's in Golmira, which is where Jensen Jensen's is from. from. Yeah, and she's like, "These were taken yesterday. Like, what are you talking? How would how would they get in these things? Like, I didn't authorize anything." And he's yeah. Like, well, your company did. Well, I'm not my company. You know. Yeah. And he storms off, goes confronts Obadiah outside. Yeah. He's like, "How we? How's this happening? You know, I didn't authorize this, and uh, are we, are we dealing under the table here? Like, what's going on? You need to yeah. tell me what's going on." Uh, and he's like, oh, you're, don't be naive, Tony. You know, this is how the world works. And he's like, no, I was naive before. Like, yeah. I, you need to tell me, like, what, what's going on here? There's a line we didn't cross, but I need to know this stuff. Yeah. But basically, Obadiah reveals he's the bad guy here. Yeah. And he's just like, well, I'm the one who, who locked Filed you Filed the injunction. I, I locked you out. It's the only yeah. way I could protect you, Tony, you know? Yeah. Locks he away. starts to reveal his colors here. Yeah. yeah. But, like, uh, what kind of reveal is that? Like, it was revealed before he's even, like, revealed to be a villain that he kind of reveals himself to but, be a villain. Me, I, I, I mean, I've experienced situ like business situations like that. So that really is kind of how it goes down, where people just like, when you when you start to get in their way, they just kind of they just like, you know what, fuck it, I'm just gonna be an asshole to your face now. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's just how it is. I guess, I guess I can see it, but it sucks, man. Because you're not gonna sit there and have a meeting like, oh, by the way, I filed an injunction against. You. It's just gonna be like you're gonna keep it on the DL until you're f- confronted about it and you have yeah. nowhere else and to it go. Make, I guess it makes sense, yeah. but like. 
in terms of his motivations before this, like when right. his actions were before this against Tony, yeah. don't make sense to me. But like right here, like oh yeah, because you're you're cutting into my bottom line. I have right. to do something. Right. Uh, we see Tony is watching the news afterwards about like these refugees, or and he, you see he sees a terrorist on the TV. Yeah. And he's like, oh man, like all right, I did someone. He's like, oh no one's gonna help these refugees. Like so no political entities are helping them. He's yeah. Like, I gotta go to. No one's no one's no one's going in to help them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the terrorists are like recruiting like boys and men and killing and tons of killing people. Others, and yeah, it has all the stark weaponries on the news with it too. Yeah, and it's like, how could you? How would these like? I guess the company would be like, oh, they got stolen from the U.S. military. You know, I guess they can say that. But like, yeah, or they could how do they think they'd get away with that? They could just blame it on the military. Be like, well, we gave we sold it to the military. We don't know what the military did with them. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, see? but. I feel like military would be like, but no, we didn't lose any shipment. You know, uh, who knows? They're, they're playing. They're playing four level chess. They're, right, e- they're each. Yeah, they're each. Yeah, whatever. Well, we really know it's Obi. It's Obi behind it all. Yeah, so. yeah. He, they're selling under the table. But right. Tony suits up in the first ever red and yellow, mm. golden yellow suit. Yeah. Like, all right. Seems they're like golden supersonic. red. Golden red. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's so awesome, dude. Yeah. Everything comes out of the ground. Like comes out of the ceiling. It comes out of the the ground, ground. and. Yeah. I want to mention this too. I prefer the old style, like the yeah. full metal looking yeah. suit. Like Me too. It feels more machine and realistic, and not so much magical. You know, well, like because later a on. lot of a lot of the scenes where he's not doing like the flights and all that, a lot of the scenes he's actually wearing a full on Iron Man suit. In this one, yeah, which I think really helps. It's kind of like Jurassic Park, where they had like actual and uh, the the robotics behind the the, the dinosaurs and everything to make animatronics. It as, yeah, the, the as real as you could possibly make it. I think they should have kept it as as long as they could. Yeah, I guess they kind of did, but they kind of kept upgrading, upgrading, upgrading to nanotech, obviously in the end game and stuff like yeah. that. But I really prefer the old yeah, classic looking suit. Yeah, gets damaged. You can see bullet holes and stuff getting damaged on right. it. Right. Cool. Well, even with the nanotech suit, you can you can make a decent one that looks real, even if it's just the top part, which is what they end up doing yeah. in later movies. It's just like the the chest up, right? You could still make a decent looking. Yeah, it just looks skin tight. It doesn't look like a yeah. suit, you know. It just right. looks like a shirt. You know? Yeah. I don't know, I, but I'm with you on that one. I prefer the the old the classic school, style. yeah, and the classic suits up where it takes like a little bit of time yeah. to suit up, like it's yeah. cool. But of course, he la- we see like he flies straight to Gomira, yeah. and we see the terrorists are there throwing grenades into houses, blowing people up, shooting people like point blank range. They yeah. push open a door, yeah. shooting people. Yeah, it's bad, man. They're yeah. lining people up on the wall. Yeah, and they're taking the kids and killing the men. You know, it's like they're recruiting, like because oh, they're impressionable. It's like, yeah, oh, that's dark, dude. That's yeah, dark. Uh, and then he, but he lands because nothing's there to stop these terrorists. Yeah. And then psh, nothing except Iron Man. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, he's the a I- superhero drop. Yep. Right the iconic uh, repulsor sounds though. That sound effect is so awesome. It's so cool. It's such it's, a cool sound effect. You think it's an iconic sound? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Especially now after twelve years. Yeah. Like, this is it's gotten up to echelon to like how an X-Wing and a TIE Fighter sound, you know, uh, or, or a lightsaber even. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are awesome sound effects. Yeah. In terms of awesome sound effects, yeah. that's one that's of them. That's one of them, yeah. Uh, and he has, like, the awesome, like, uh, shoulder bullet things that, yeah. like, target everybody and shoots everybody. He throws a guy through, a w- grabs the guy through the wall, throws him on the ground. He's like, yeah. oh, he's all yours, you know, yeah. takes off and frontier justice for this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, as he's flying away, he gets hit by a tank, and he like spirals and hits the ground. He just takes the hit like a champ. And yeah. Like, okay. All right. Here we go. And uses the tank missile. And yeah. Launches the thing at the tank. And he walks away from the massive explosion. Which, doesn't look at it. Which makes you question later on in the movie, like why why not just use the tank missile for almost everything? Right. It's a great. <laughs> it's a great thing. You just blew up a tank. <laughs> and similarly, yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. He probably only has a few of those. Yeah. Uh, what what do they say in Iron Man Two? He's like, oh, this is called oh, the, the oh, X wife. The X wife. <laughs> <laughs> 
These are your Cubans, babies, the Mona Lisas. Call us the XY. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love Cap. Uh, what's his name? Hammer. Hammer. Yeah. What's he's. His, what's his first name? Uh, Justin Hammer. Justin Hammer. <laughs> yeah. He he's such a great character. He's so he, great. He he he. Uh, the actor I really want. That. Yeah, I want him to come back. Yeah, I want him to come back. He comes back in the Daredevil uh, shows. Is he actually him or is it's it? not him? But it's his tech. Like all. No, this I, w- I want to see him again. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, man. <laughs> yeah, they really should have brought. Him, but I feel like the Daredevil. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tony flies away. Uh, his antics are catching on to the military though. They're like, "What's going on here?" They think it's some kind of identif- unidentified drone. Yeah. So they send in some F twenty two Raptors in there yeah. to kind of go figure out what's going on. Yeah. Uh, Rhodey's also in the military command center there with them, and he calls up Tony like, "Would you know anything about this unidentified tech that's flying in the skies over Gomera?" And yeah. Tony's just like, "No, no, don't know. I'm out jogging." Yeah. And he's like, "Why, why does it sound windy?" He's like, "No, I'm I'm driving with the top down." He's like, "Why do you sound like breath?" No, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go jog. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just like he's stuttering over his words. He doesn't know what he's saying. He's like, "All right, well, this thing's about to be blown to kingdom come." So. Yeah. He's like, oh, oh, I gotta go, and then they start shooting at him. They had like the sky chase with yeah. the things. This is awesome. Yeah, scene. it's a cool thing really because Tony cool. doesn't want to kill anyone. Obviously, yeah. these are his guys. Uh, he's able to outmaneuver the jets, and he hides under the belly of one of the jets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the pilots like lose visual, and they're like, oh, I guess he's gone. But right before they're about to turn back to base, they see him like, oh, he's there. He's it looks like a man, you know, yeah. <laughs> like hiding under the thing. And then yep. Tony calls, <laughs> calls uh, Rhodey back like. Hi, Rhodey. It's me. He's like, no, this isn't a game. You yeah. don't get to <laughs> 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 kind of chastise him. Like, you don't get to send tech into my active war zone. He's like, yeah. no, it's not equipment. It's me. I'm in it. The suit is me. You know. And, and then Rhodey's like, oh shit. Yeah. He's like, oh no. What is, what's going on? <laughs> uh, basically, Tony gets like thrown off the bottom of the jet and crashes yeah. into the wing of the other jet. Yeah. Basically, causing the wing to start to tailspin out. Yeah. Uh, the the pilot escapes right in time as the plane explodes and the, yeah. the chute doesn't work. So Tony has to fly down just in the time to punch the, sh- the chute open and yeah. activate the chute before he like flies away. Yeah. And he, they're like, how are we going to, how are we going to explain this to the, like, how are we going to cover this up? He's like, yeah. Oh, uh, is it training exercise? <laughs> bullshit. Same thing every time. And he's like, no, we can't do that. And then like it cuts. He's like an unfortunate training exercise. <laughs> 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 but Obadiah is watching the news and he's like, Mm, he knows something about yeah. yeah. So he heads off to Afghanistan to meet up with the Ten Rings leader, mm. Raza. They're in cahoots. Is he the Ten Rings leader? Because I mean, technically, it's the Mandarin, right? No, in, not in, in the comics. In in terms of this movie, no, it's this guy. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's revealed that Obadiah Obi paid them to kill Tony at the beginning of the movie. He's yeah. like, oh, you should have killed him when you had the chance. So, well, you, if you would have paid, when well, you killed him when you had the chance, you wouldn't have gotten So Obi tried to lowball them too because he's because he's a high-profile person in, in the entire world, right? Tony is? Yeah, he didn't tell him. He just told him to kill all the soldiers. Yeah, he just said, kill everyone. And they're yeah. like, well, you didn't tell us who we were killing because that's our that's our supplier. Yeah, well, Raza also says, like, you paid us trinkets to kill a prince. Yeah. Like, we need something way more than that if yeah. you're going to be, you know. Yeah. So basically, they go and have a meeting. It's revealed that Raza has all the original suit pieces and the designs that we saw earlier. Yeah. Uh, and basically, how Tony escaped, they, he's telling them all that stuff. And in return, Obed- he hopes Obadiah will give him more suits that are made yeah. so he can Iron use Man an Iron Man suit to take over this part of the world. But Obi's done messing around. He pulls out this device. Which is so freaky to me, this thing. It's freaky? It's, I think it's cool. It's scary to me. Like, I think it's fucking awesome. The, the idea of this like this thing could exist, right? This yeah. sonic taser. I think it's, it's called a sonic taser. Okay. But it causes short-term paralysis. Yeah. And it looks extremely painful. Yeah. Like when you, when you activate it. But like you could – it looks like it would do more damage than this paral- paralysis, you know? Right. Like they're like blood – Well, because there's, like, there's blood coming out of your ears. 
in your nose. Yeah, or something like there. It you, looks like the eyeballs are. Yeah, shooting like out. all your blood just rushes to your head and it like comes out. It right? looks like it's way more painful than just oh you're paralyzed. You right. Know? No, it's yeah. not. Yeah. And like if you left it on too long, probably someone would probably die. Probably. Like, from, yeah. from just from that. Yeah. But the idea of that being used on me or like oh. being stuck somewhere like. And they and can't not, do anything, and yeah. they just do whatever they want to and take whatever they that's want. That's probably why you don't, uh, at least throughout the movie, that's probably why you don't see it because Stark Industries made it, and they're like, no. Oh, it was just a prototype. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was not ever anything past that. But oh, yeah. bad. It's super small, too. You can't, like, yeah. it's super hidden. Like, yeah. oh, what if someone just had this and, like, you can't do anything about it? You yeah. know, it's like, yeah. oh, it's so scary, dude. It's so <laughs> scary. But oh, bad. like, oh, uh, I'm just gonna take everything. They you know? should. They should have used that tech. Like Tony should have used that tech throughout the movie. That's a little. It's not heroic, dude. That's, that's villainy. T- that's villainy. Like, is he just villainy? Yeah, just blow him up. Even against someone like. It's <laughs> <laughs> way better. Even against someone like Thanos. Yeah, it might have come in handy with Thanos. See, see, Tony. He would have never been able to move. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Case closed. Yeah. Wrap it up. Uh, yeah. Let's go, guys. Let's go. <laughs> let's home. pull that gauntlet off the thing. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> see. He has the tech. Yep. Obadiah. See if Obadiah was Iron Man. <laughs> going home, what would happen? But uh, Obi takes the suit, the design, and basically kills the rest of the terrorists, no problem, with his like guys. Yeah. Uh, and he calls, like, all right, we got these designs. I want a prototype weapon made right away of this stuff. You yeah. Know? Uh, back in the States, Pepper catches Tony in the Iron Man suit, and it's filled with bullet holes and all damaged up. Yeah, and she's, she's, like, she's pissed off. This isn't the worst thing you caught me doing. <laughs> it's a good line. Great line. Uh, Tony kind of asked Pepper if she he, she can do him a favor. Like, I need you to go to my office. I need you to like hack into the mainframe with this thing right. and see if there's any files or anything else that would like be about recent shipments or something under the table that they have hidden on some ghost drive. You know, because he wants to take responsibility now. They're dealing on the table. I'm gonna find where they're going. I'm gonna destroy all my weapons. And right. That's it. It's like it's nothing else except for this. Like, there's right. the next there's the next mission and nothing else. Hmm. Like, oh man, that's all his life is now. Yeah. And he's super serious. Yeah. Like all, all his Tony Stark quote unquote facade yeah. is kind of phased out mostly in this movie. He yeah. has a few like funny quirks. Okay. But he doesn't really do it. It's not until later movies we get like this Tony Stark isms, you know. Yeah. That kind of come back. I'm kind of I'm kind of at one point I like it obviously it's super funny. Right. But I kind of miss like the more like he kind of takes himself seriously and he's right. not as so jokey anymore. You right. Know? Uh, I kind of miss that. Yeah. Well, I mean that's kind of like the whole point of this movie, right? I mean he he's no. To- I'm just saying they kind of they kind of get rid of that. Right. And then once the sequel's coming forward. Right. You know? Um, which kind of bums me out. Really? Yeah. I'm kind of like well, – he went through all this growth, and then he kind of reverts back to just being this playboy, billionaire, genius, playboy, philanthropist, you know. I think he uses it when it when it, when he needs to because pe- I think people are like, oh, well, they kind of – they try to belittle him is what I think it is. Like, you know, Tony makes this name for himself. He he, he has this brain. He has this genius, and he and he does all these things. He develops these weapons. He's starting to help the world. And now people are like, "Oh, well, that's not really you. Like, you're just you're just doing it just for the glory or whatever." And he's like, he's like, I could do whatever I wanted, but I still decided to be Iron Man. Like, I still decided to be. And I feel like he pulls out the Tony Stark card when people try to undermine his his uh, his capabilities or like. But his, that just kind of proves their point if he's pulling that out. Right. You know what I mean? I I guess, but I don't because that's not gonna hint. That's not gonna like get anybody on your side, if right? They're, if they're calling you out for that stuff. But I think I think he's trying to make a point that okay, if that's really what you think, then I don't have to be here, and that's I think that um, and that this com- comes in later with uh with Captain when he has that quick uh, little back and forth with him. He's like, um, 
without the suit, what are you? And he's like, well, I'm this, this, and that, right? And he's like, without you, without the, your shield, you're not really without anything. The, without the bottle, what are you? you yeah, know? you're not really anything. So he's just he, – I think he pl- he plays the card when, when his buttons get pushed. And so I think that in this movie where we see his seriousness, it's like he wants to move on. That's he who he really to, is. He wants to grow up. He right. really is this like oh I'm just about the mission nothing else right like, I I I've, he even says right here he's like I shouldn't be alive unless it's for a reason and I finally know what I have to do and I know in my heart is the right thing right and then he he also says to Pepper he's like I'm trying to rid the world of of all these terrible things and all these weapons and now you want to back out on me like what the fuck kind of friendship is that or like what kind well, of well she support? doesn't want him to die she right you know, she's like I don't want to be part of this thing of the suicide mission that you're on to like. Right. Rid the world of weapons. That's a never-ending crusade, you know? Right. But he's also making a valid point, too. Like, okay, so you had my back when I was fucking bitches and making money, but now I'm trying to do the right thing, and now you want to back out? Yeah. Like, that's... Well, she still... She ends up, you know, staying right. on the side. Right, right. But I think that's that's the point he's making, is like, I'm trying to do the right thing now. Yeah, he knows it's the right thing to do. He's right. taking responsibility for himself, and it's great. Yeah. But I just kind of wish... Because it's not a problem with this movie, but going forward, it's like, oh, they, they kind of lost that, like, seriousness of him. Hmm. He's kind of more jokey after... Well, I think because you don't want him, you don't want him to just just be serious. No, I know, I don't, I don't want. I mean, but I, I think it leans more towards the humor than oh, okay. than the serious stuff going okay. forward. Um, you know, Pepper of course heads off to the office to hack into the database, or whatever, yeah. and she finds more than she was expecting to find. Yeah, she finds that Obadiah had secret projects going on, which is like the schematics for the Iron Man suit, and there's video evidence in there <laughs> of the terrorists filming Tony Stark. Who is cat? And they're like, "Oh, we we didn't realize you wanted us to kill Tony Stark. We want more money now. Yeah. Our cost to kill him just went up. Yeah. Like, why are you keeping this on your database, dude? Well, for one, they had to ha- they had to have sent it to send it to yeah, him, right? Why would he keep this on? Like, as soon as you on see the this Stark video, server? as soon as you see this video, like, uh, erase all forms of this because yeah. he obviously has people under him. Right. Like, we can't have evidence like this. Huh. Just it gets copied over once, and then you're done. Yeah, you're right. You're, you're right. done. Yeah. Which ends up happening because she copies all the files to the USB drive. Right. Uh, Obi walks in and finds her right as she's about to do it. You know, almost right. done. And he's basically trying to be like intimidating. Yeah. And but he's also trying to play cool because he doesn't know what she knows yet. You right. Know, he's like, oh, what are we gonna do about this? You know, oh, it's I'm so happy when Tony came home. You know. And, yeah. Uh, basically, she's able to cover up and get out of there before Obi kind of goes back over the computer and sees that the files were copied over. All he's, of like, them. he's like, oh shit. <laughs> uh, and he's, he like walks out to go confront her but she sees phil colson yeah. who's waiting there he's, waiting for his appointment <laughs> <laughs> he's like it's time for our meeting did you forget our meeting <laughs> nope uh, right now he's like right we're gonna meet right now <laughs> he's like well, oh okay he's like yeah right now let's go come on <laughs> so obi's like okay shit all right he yeah. heads off to the his lab where they're making the where the arc reactor lab where his yeah where his scientists are uh, he, he's like, how's it, how's it going? Yeah. And he's like, well, sir, the technology doesn't exist. <laughs> he's like, that, no, that, that's the technology. It's right there. It's right there. You're looking at it. <laughs> and you have to deal with stupid people like that. Like, no, what are you talking? It's right there. I just want you to do this. Yeah. Like, he's like, no, I can't. And you're like, and you just start, Tony Stark was able to build this in a cave, you know? With a bunch of scraps. <laughs> <laughs> and, but the doctor has a good point. He's like, well, I'm not Tony Stark. Yeah. They're not. He's the golden goose. Tony yeah. Stark. He's the reason that all this stuff happened. But I want to give a shout out here to uh, Peter Billingsley, who plays uh-huh. this this scientist character. Yeah, I yep. don't remember his name because he comes back later in the MCU. Uh, yeah, I don't know his. They don't say his name in this movie because they say just, it, yeah, they say it in the MCU because like Mysterio is there. He's like on Mysterio's team. Yeah, in, in the uh, in Spider-Man Far From Home. Spoilers yeah. for that. But <laughs> he calls him. And he's like, oh, and to Chuck who. <laughs> 
<laughs> they make flashback to him here. But Peter Billingsley, he plays Ralphie in A Christmas Story. Yeah. And he also plays Ming Ming in Elf. Yeah. One of the uh, elves in charge of like the toy production. Yeah. Where yeah. he's like, no, buddy, you're not a cotton-headed name. Like, you're, uh, you're special. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I love him. Yeah. I think he's so great. He's like a producer and stuff now. But he's like, Oh, oh really? Yeah, he, does a, oh. he doesn't do much acting. He just has these small roles. Right, right, right. Whenever right. I see him, I'm like, oh, yeah. There he is. <laughs> like uh, DiCaprio, like. There yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me. That's me. I'm pointing at him every time. I'm like, oh, it's my favorite Christmas movie. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> Obi's like, okay, it's time to take matters in my own hands. Yeah. These scientists are idiots. I need that power source from Tony. He heads off to Tony's house. Do you think Obi fires them right here? Um, you think this is why they get fired? Because why does he need them anymore? I, th- I don't he's just going to go get it himself. I don't think he fires them. I think Tony fires them after what they're doing. Oh. oh. Because then it comes into play later why yeah, some of these people yeah. were fired. Because they're part of like the R&D department, right? Yeah. They probably get fired for like helping him do this. You know? oh, Who knows? Okay. Who knows? Okay. But uh, <laughs> he's, I love such, he's such a great character. Yeah, he's so great. Uh, who? Uh, Peter Billingsley or? Um. Yeah. Yeah. yeah him. Yeah. <laughs> Who's uh, a? <laughs> what, what does Mysterio say to him? He's like, "Thank you for making these drone designs. That you combine with my technology, we're able to do this." And he's like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen – I want to see that one again because I've only seen yeah, it like two or three times. It's so good. I it's love a that. good one. That reveal is so awesome. Yeah. I, I think it's – I think that one's See, better. that wasn't so hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, Obi goes back to Tony's house and uses the paralyzing sonic taser thing, which is horrifying. Oh, yeah. I to- think it's cool. I'm it's sorry, scary. but I think it's you cool. Want, I would not want to – like, that scares me. Uh, I don't want to be on them. the other end of that, but yeah. <laughs> I think it's cool. Uh, he paralyzes Tony and reveals his whole evil plan, and he steals the arc reactor yeah. from – the miniature right from tony's chest and yeah because he can't make it himself yeah yeah he's like oh you had one last golden egg delay didn't you mm. you know and, and he takes it and basically leaves him to die yeah because without that thing he was going to die yeah. you know without <laughs> stick yeah. pumping into his chest uh and then he also says a line to tony like your father helped invent the atomic bomb now where would we be as a country if he was as selfish as you you know holding all this stuff and he's like oh you're such a bad dude Ugh, no damn uh Obi gets to the lab first uh, and puts the suit in the Ironmonger suit. We kind of see. Is that the name of this? Yeah, he's the Ironmonger. It's his his villain oh. name. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, it's like a proto prototype of like the Iron Man suit, but it's, but it's bigger, has more weapons and stuff on it. It's like a proto War Machine esque yeah. type suit. Yeah. Uh, and Pepper and Coulson are on their way with Shield to go arrest yep. him. Yeah. And they they left because he like he left all the evidence behind. So she's right. like, oh look. Phil Coulson, here's all this evidence. Yeah. Okay, let's go arrest them. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like you literally you're idiots. Plain and simple. Yeah. Idiots. Uh, <laughs> we cut back to Tony. He's crawling on the floor. Mm. Like he can't even like – he looks worse here he than, looks he, worse. than he's ever had in the entire MCU going forward. I'm going to stand by that. Even in Endgame, oh. he looks worse here. You think he looks worse there? He looks worse here than he does in any other movie. And worse than Endgame. Yeah. I'll, I'll fight you on that one. Because Endgame, he looks all skinny and stuff. But this one, he looks like he's like – pale and death and his veins are all that's everywhere. kind of how he looks like an end game not as bad like this looks like rough dude like he's like a, a minute from death instead of like a sleep away from death like he's in pain he can't he has no heart pumping blood like all the shrapnels I, piercing him i think he looks worse in, in end game oh he looks bad he looks like but what, i looks, will say it's probably this look is at least at least second to that look he looks like a sarah mclaughlin like dog like <laughs> in so, the arms of the <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he looks so sad, oh, like geez. dying. Uh, he reaches for his secondary heart that's in the glass. Proof that, that Tony that, Stark has a heart. You know the original, the original arc reactor. Yeah. Uh, he just can't quite reach it. He collapses. Looks like it's all over. But 
the dummy robot. The dummy robot. Comes in and grabs it for him. He's like, oh, good boy. Smashes it. Uh, Thankfully, Rhodey also comes in there like a few minutes later and finds him, helps him kind of recover, and they figure out a plan that they're going to go get Obadiah because he's like, those agents aren't enough. Like, they don't know what he has. They're going to get their asses right now. So Rhodey goes to keep the skies clear of planes and military and stuff when Tony's going to go and stop Obadiah. Wouldn't the military be helpful here? Because you literally have S.H.I.E.L.D. involved, so... So why would we need the military? Why would we Why would we exclude everybody else? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, I guess the military it, would have flight. I guess the problem would be they might... They would know his identity, quote-unquote, but maybe mm. that's not even an issue in terms of, like, they might cause more casualties and okay. we're going to send him... Okay. We're going to send a plane into a civilian area and, like... Iron yeah. Man's like, oh, I know what this is. They're going to be asked too many questions. I got to take care of this now kind of thing. Okay. Um, All right. Fair na- Navy. Fair argument. Yep. Rhodey sees the MK, the Mark II suit. Yeah. He's like, next time, baby. <laughs> Sorry, Terrence Howard. There there, there's going to be a next time. <laughs> <laughs> for you, at least. Yeah, not for him. Uh, Jarvis also informs Tony that the uh, reactor is in his uh, in his arc reactor in his suit, his chest. Yeah. It's not enough to power the suit. It was never designed for something like this. It's yeah. never designed for sustained flight and for fighting and things like that. But it was, though. In because the cave. That, in the cave, oh, not sustained was, flight. Yeah, it wasn't designed for this higher tech suit. Yeah, this Iron Man suit. It was designed for like a walking just to get you for, out for a few minutes to yeah. get out. Because like even then, it, it powers off when he's flying away. Yeah, like yeah. it wasn't designed for all that stuff. It was designed to keep you alive with right. the rudimentary tools we had in the cave. Right. This other one was designed for obviously the suit to power right. it up better. Right. Because he has more technology, more access to stuff. So okay, has to rely on this. He's, he's basically handicapped in the fight. Yeah. Um. He's like, all right, we got ticking clock. I gotta go. I gotta get there because I'm running out of power. Yeah. Uh, he gets there just in the nick of time as Obi's kind of like beating everybody up. And he's about to shoot Pepper point blank range with like the Gatling gun on his yeah. arm. He's like, oh, your services no longer require Pepper. And he's like, oh. you're gonna murder. <laughs> like, point, just everyone. right there. Okay, so my question is, he gets in this ironmonger. He gets in this ironmonger suit, right? And he's just he's just fu- he's just fueled by rage. And now his answer to being successful is just like start killing everyone right also we didn't talk about this his plan to kill tony stark for what right like in the beginning because he, to, he, he pays the I, 10 rings to kill tony stark right? right but he's already like basically the head of the company but he's not he kind of is though because tony no, right tony's not involved he's at the top too with tony but he's like second to tony because tony has all the fame he has the money he has the but name not, but not really though because obadiah is still the one on all these uh magazine covers he's the one accepting the award for tony because tony's not going anything. i think he's more the so face obadiah is getting all this praise well because i'm sure okay here's what i'm thinking because we explained the board of directors part right i'm sure the board of directors like okay like yeah Tony has all the, the the controlling shares, but we want you to be the face of it all. Like he's just basically like a, a puppet. He's just the model, because yeah, he's he a figurehead. Helps, yeah, because no, they don't want to put Tony on too much of stuff because he's obviously like a bad representation of of the of the board, right? So they're gonna have the guy who's been professional, the who's businessman. Yeah, the business. Yeah, right. So I'm I'm thinking of it that way. But here's the thing: the, Tony's not even involved in the company at the beginning. He doesn't care. Right. So why even why is it even an issue? Well, that's why because he doesn't care. So I and I care. I'm just gonna kill off Tony. But he's the reason you have all this stuff. Right. He's the main invention guy. Right. Making all these prototype stuff. Why would you kill the golden goose? Like he even says. Right. It doesn't make any sense. Obadiah's plan makes no sense. It makes sense at later on after Tony starts to like change the business up. He's like, yo, whoa, whoa, you're threatening my financial stuff. I can't right. have this. Right. But early on, like it doesn't make sense for him to like want to kill him. 
because no one no one really saw this whole Iron Man thing coming. So I mean, he he the way the way I'm sure Obi thought about it, and at least for for me, is that he's given Tony's given the world everything he, that we're gonna see. There's nothing else coming from him. But he's made he just made a Jericho missile, which is like millions of dollars. Yeah. But I mean, it's just gonna be weapon after weapon, like it's just yeah. gonna get redundant. So, yeah. So why get rid of this dude? He's a smart genius. He's making your millions of dollars. You already you're already basically the fa- you already have all the fame of the company. You're accepting everything. Huh. Accepting all the awards, Tony doesn't care about anything. You're the basically the face of the whole company. Right. He doesn't seem like a type of guy concerned about fame because he's literally giving all the interviews outside too. Yeah. He's in charge of like everything. Like, why would you even want to? It makes no sense. Right. It makes sense after the fact. Right. But beforehand, like, okay, why? No, you literally right. have your partners with him. They're literally <laughs> partners. Yeah. I don't know. You guess. And if that's your plan from the beginning. Kill him when he's a kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he probably saw like, oh, he get, he graduated MIT. He has all these great things. So let's just keep it running till I get bored of him. It makes no sense. Yeah. It, makes, it does not make sense. I don't, aspect, get, yeah. I don't get his plan. No. Because then he turns into this raging monster at the end. He's like, right. oh, Tony. He's just like screaming around. Well, I guess around. because now he he's going to go to prison, right? If S.H.I.E.L.D. gets a hold of him. Might as well kill everyone. And then... <laughs> It solves nothing. But then just go to the black market or go to the Ten Rings and just work with them. Because that's who he's selling to anyways. But that's such a bad alternative to what he had before. Which I is know. just living his life. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that seems to be the, the motive here. It's a bad – it's bad. It's a bad thing, Obadiah. It's bad. It's a bad plan. But I feel like – Not a great plan. I <laughs> I feel like people are were so fascinated by Iron Man that it's like I just want to see Iron Man be Iron Man. It's very also similar to the uh, – Hulk fight, where it's just a bigger version of our hero. Oh. We're the be- we're bigger and better than you, and they're just kind of raging right, monsters. Right, right. It's kind of weird. Huh. I mean, it plays out in a lot of other Marvel movies, which are not the better villains, you know. Right. Normally, um, where it's just a copy of our hero, but stronger and faster and better. Oh no! How are they going to win? They end up winning in the end, you know. Yeah. It's like okay, but huh. either way. The Tony finds them and catches them. They start fighting. They go through like walls. They go to the freeway. They're throwing you know cars and stuff. And Tony really doesn't stand a chance. No. Uh, he takes off into the sky. He's like, Impressive, Tony. You'll see what I can do. You know. And he his thing takes off and starts chasing after him. And yeah. Tony gets higher and higher and higher. But you didn't solve he, the icing. He problem. didn't solve the icing problem. He grabs him. He's like, I what? And Tony knocks him out. Everything freezes for the, the yeah. Ironmonger suit and it starts to fall down to the sky as yeah. Tony finally runs out of power. And kind of falls onto the uh, the roof of the Stark Industries. Yeah. And then we get a weird shot where like we saw the iron like the iron monger suit with Obadiah in it fall. Right. And but we never see it impact. And Tony lands, and all of a sudden it just shows up again behind him, like lands no problem. Like there you are, Tony, and then grabs him. Like yeah, that's kind of anticlimactic. Like yeah, Tony barely survived when he did that. Yeah. And you just like walk away. No damage, it. and you no, you see you crash in anything. You just no. grab something, you're good. Because he's still using the same parts that. Yeah, nothing broke. <laughs> <laughs> so it's totally fine. It's just weird. Uh, uh, I never noticed that before. Tony's still no match for it, and he has to use his brain. He like sneaks around the back and pulls out circuitry or whatever. Like, yeah. oh, this looks important. Starts pulling yeah. things out and destroying things, and then like the aiming, you know, yeah. device. Uh, basically, he also has Pepper head to the arc reactor, and he's like, "All right, you got." You gotta overload it and cause the whole roof to be destroyed, and we'll fry everything. You know, right? Good plan. All right, let's do this. Uh, basically, Obadiah throws Tony at this point and throws him onto like the ceiling, like, yeah. the glass ceiling, as he starts to shoot him. He tries to shoot him, but the target 
You knocked on my targeting system. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he get so corny here all of a sudden, too? I don't know. But when you think about it, p- people his age kind of get like that. They get kind of corny. I don't know. It just seems so weird from what he was in the beginning. You right. Because so from, the, from the beginning, you see this business, serious guy who's and he's like, also kind of funny. And, yeah, you know. and he knows how to solve problems, right? Yeah. And then now then, he's just like this, this – Oh, you tried to rid the world of weapons, but you gave it the best one ever. And yeah. Now I'm gonna kill you with it. And I'm like, <laughs> "Why are you? All right, man." But Tony's like, "Pepper, time to push the button. Let's go." And yeah. she's like, "You're you're gonna die though, you know." And he doesn't care just he's as like, long he's as like, he... just do it. You yeah. Know? Uh, so it looks like nothing's gonna stop him. And she fires the thing, overloads. Tony gets pushed back out of the way of the blast, yeah. and Obadiah freeze like fries. Yeah. Uh, and he falls into the, into the uh arc reactor and has a big blue beam in the sky which yeah. is where it all started which is super cliche and <laughs> super uninteresting you know but see it was okay for iron man to do it because it was the first one one of the first ones yeah, yeah. Who, yeah. who who else did that there's i mean it's in every freaking movie i don't know if it was the very first one but i feel like it's in everything like I know it, was it was in everything i know it was in tmnt and t i want to say maybe a transformers the Sp- movie the spider-man amazing spider-man movies. oh it was in, maybe it was you're in right about Pauline yeah. Tran- it was in suicide squad even like it was in everything dude it was yeah, yeah. By Suicide Squad, you're like, again, with this freaking blue beam in the sky. It's in every movie. Come on. I can't think of a movie that did it before, though. I don't – I mean, I would have to look it up, but I don't. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> Thankfully, we moved past that. You've seen Can you imagine an Avengers Endgame? And <laughs> Thanos is like, I got a machine, and it goes blue in the sky. And like, oh, my God, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, but basically, you know, Tony – is lying there. It looks like he's dead. And the arc reactor is flickering. Yeah. But it slowly comes back up. Oh, he's alive. He's I alive. I thought it goes out. Or does it's the like, screen fade? It's like flickering off and on. And then yeah. it slowly kind of flickers back on. Kind of uh-huh. stays on as, it, as the screen fades out. Uh, we cut to Tony Stark about to be going out for a press conference again. Another one. Uh, and he's being brief on what to say. Phil Coulson's like, all right, here's what you're, here's your confirmed statement. Here's what you're going to say. Your alibi. You, you're in Avalon all night on a yacht. Uh, you have 50 sworn statements from all your guests. <laughs> 50 sworn <laughs> statements, dude. And like, he's like, what about Obadiah? And he's like, Obadiah's death will be covered up as like a plane crash. He's like, oh, those planes have, are faulty all the time. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. They went full They went full no, they, cover they, they, mode. They, they know, like, yeah, this is not our first rodeo. We know yeah. how to do this, you know. Yeah. Uh, but Tony, never good at reading cue cards. Yeah. You know, he goes up there and he immediately goes off script. Colson tells him, he's like, just read the cards word for word. Yep. Don't he's, say anything else. Tony's like, people aren't going to believe this. He's like, it, it's all going to be behind you. Just do it. Yeah, just do it. Just do what we say. It'll be fine. Uh, but he goes out there and he's like, oh, it's uh, – goes off script. He's like, I'm just not, you know – The hero type. The, the, I'm not the hero type. And I never said you were a superhero. <laughs> oh, you didn't? No. Well – Okay, that's fantastic. That would be fantastic if I was, you know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he, he's like, I know the official story is kind of confusing, you know, but it's one thing, you know. He just like goes off. Script. He's like, fuck it. She has him totally flustered, and she knows. Yeah, she totally. She's, she's smart dumb. enough to know. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, we expect you to believe that it was some bodyguard, some random robot suit. Like, yeah, and he's like, well, the truth is, he looks out in the room. I am Iron Man. The crowd goes up and goes dun, crazy. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> End movie. Man, to start end with that. Wow. And where it gets us in the future. Yeah. So cool. It's what a start to the MCU. What a start. And you see all these arcs like back to like references back to other movies like throughout the, the rest of the MCU, you know. And then obviously the end game ends with the line that starts it all. Yeah. It's just and this is that line. It's so it's so it couldn't I mean like how they were able to pull this off 
And it, you know how hard it is because mm. everyone after Avengers came out yeah. is trying to copy them, and they all failed. Yeah. All, all of, of them, them failed. Especially uh, DC. Yeah. They failed miserably. Pour one out for DC. Yeah. They, they trying. They're, they're, they're trying. <laughs> they're trying. <laughs> but, like, everyone was trying. Spider-Man tried to do it when the, they're like, oh, we're going to do it. Oh, with Sinister Sp- Six. Yeah, That's right. Two movies, and they were both, like, kind of meh. Yeah. You know? And it's just, like, how hard it is to do, and they pulled it off, and they pulled off spectacularly better than i could have ever have thought right especially leaving this theater like this movie stands up on its own right like it was it was the best one back then right it's one of the best ones now yeah and it stands up on its own it doesn't stand up as like oh it's setting up the future that's more like the sequels do that you right know, iron man 2 and uh, the other ones do right. that set up the future stuff but this sets up its own universe by itself but also lays the things for the future to come yeah it's so god <laughs> it's so great and then we get an end credit scene. The first end credit scene for the MCU, which yeah. we, which we become famous for having their end credit scene. Yeah. We would sit in the theater. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sit, sit yeah, down. Yeah, now it's like. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, this ain't your first MCU movie. Come on yeah, now. We see, we see everyone getting up. And we saw people getting up late in the game. Like 10 years after this came out, people were getting up after Infinity War. 10 years? After, after Infinity War, we saw people getting up. Oh, yeah, yeah you're right. We're like, yo, what the? Okay, well. <laughs> I have two things to say about these end credit scenes. One, we didn't get one before. We never really got them before Iron Man, besides X-Men they're in, 2 they're, and 3. They're in random movies, because I remember talking to you about through this podcast. Right. There's been quite a few that surprised me that had end credit scenes. It's right. not a new thing. Right. But it always set up for a future movie. Right. Which is, like, something, like, unheard of. Like, not unheard of. But like, that's a cool thing to yeah. do. And it made it fa- They made it famous. Because it's almost like you're getting a pre-trailer yeah. to, to the next and movie. The Marvel made it famous. Yeah. Now everybody wants to do it. But before that, it was never it really – It was just a cool little like little thing if you stayed the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Now ev- now they're all doing it. Second, there's, there was one movie where you and I went to go see it, and I was pissed off about this end credit scene. I was so mad. Like I, I was so mad. I, I hate the movie. Not uh, for this one. No, it's not for this one. No, it's for a different MCU movie. But I know what it is. I. They did me dirty. They did everyone dirty. That <laughs> that was. Day. It's a great end credit scene. It's not. I, it's. Ooh, I'm gonna fight someone, dude. But anyways, the you know, end cre- uh, patience is a. Uh, sometimes you get rewarded with, with nothing at all. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> but anyways, the end credit scene on this movie is the introduction to the whole MCU. Introduction to. Nick Fury, mm-hmm. director of S.H.I.E.L.D., played yeah. by Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. He's in Tony Stark's house. He's here to talk to Tony about the Avengers Initiative. And I, I never knew about this until Avengers came out. And then, oh, wow. Only that far. Yeah. I knew about it before, but I didn't know no. about it right when it came out. I was not – I had no idea. I had no. no idea. I didn't know about end credit scenes until Hulk, so a couple months later. And then I realized that the, they were in the same universe, right? I didn't know that there was an end credit scene for Iron Man until I had already seen Avengers. Wow. What about the rest of them? The rest of them? What do you mean? Because Iron Man 2 has the like the preview for Thor. Right. Those ones I, I had watched because uh, I had seen it in Hulk, right? So I just started watching. And then it was like a couple weeks after Avengers. And I was like, huh, I wonder if they did it for Iron Man just out of curiosity. And I remember being in your room. I pulled up the computer and I was like. There was a fucking end credit scene this whole time, and I didn't even know. Yeah. Yeah. Five, four or five years later. Yeah. What was the, what was the first one you remember though? Is it the Hulk one? Yeah. Because I remember. Because I'm. We, that, we sat in the theater for Avengers, and we waited until the credits rolled. Because the end credit scene that I'm talking about in Hulk isn't the actual end credit scene. The actual end credit scene in Hulk, you see uh, Edward Norton out in like Antarctica or something. He's out in the fucking 
tundra and um he puts a gun to his mouth that's a deleted scene oh that's a deleted scene that was gonna be an alternate opening oh really yeah yeah they didn't end up going with it but i thought that was the end credit scene Mm -mm. Mm -mm. so it is the the tone alternate opening so it is the one where tony walks in then yeah at the bar yeah that's okay yeah okay talking to uh, uh, general thunder general uh ross general ross yeah. yeah thunderbird ross or something like that right? something like that yeah. yeah which i didn't realize until ultron that he comes back yeah, he comes back yeah. in uh, civil war yeah so or, good, or yeah civil war yeah so good man it all connects wow. like well done wow. what a wild ride wow. we went on after this movie dude yeah well done iron man well done john favreau as a director Every, everything was just good about this movie there's so much except for obadiah except for yeah his motives yeah <laughs> <laughs> <No> <laughs> but otherwise this movie is just like a plus, dude. A plus, man. It's so great. I love it. Okay, so now we have to rank this movie on our, on our movie heroes. So, yeah, we were doing a – I totally forgot to mention this at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. This is our third episode then for the superhero's journey that we're going on for this. Well, so we did Iron Giant. So we have Iron Giant as number two for me, Incredibles as number one. Oh, oh, oh. You're right. You're right. Ooh, that's mm. – And so for okay. you, you have it. So Iron Man's first. one right now, right? So Iron Man's going to be put, put to one. You're going to put that above Iron Giant? Yep, yep. Wow. Um, and then Incredibles is number three then. Because you had Iron Giant above Incredibles. So did that, I? That's your listing. Oh, okay. Unless you want to switch it. You said you'd die on this hill, but if you are if you come around to my oh, side. The Iron, the, oh, the Iron Giant is better than uh, Incredibles? Yeah, that's what you had. Fuck it. I chose my side. <laughs> I'd die on this hill. This is it. <laughs> I was going to say, like, like, oh, I actually don't. I'm not going to die on this hill. No, I'd die on this hill. So for me, where is this rank on my list? I have Incredibles. As number one. Wow. Come on. And I have on. Iron Giant as number two. So where would I put uh, Iron Man? Oh, wait, wait, wait. You, you said you have Iron Giant as number as Iron Giant's number two. Incredibles is number one. So Currently. Where, where am I going to rank Iron Man on my list? Yeah, where, where's it going? Iron Man is going to be ranked right below Incredibles. Oh, Iron Man you, is number two. Oh, no. Come on. You still think... Syndrome is a way better villain. You think okay? Oh, I'm not talking about just one part of. I'm the movie. not either. You, you just said I, you cut me off. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> finish. Finish. Syndrome is a way better villain. Okay. Way motivation makes way more sense. Okay. The whole family aspect of Incredibles is amazing. Every character in Incredibles is awesome. All the side characters are hilarious. Some of these side characters in this movie don't really go on to do much. Like I like Pepper fine. Right. But she's no Elastigirl. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, okay. Rhodey is no Frozone. Okay. Th- these these are like key things in the, the story in terms of like he doesn't want to lose his family, but like he's right. like conflicted and he's right. like doing all this stuff and they have like the darker tones of like cheating on his wife and you like you don't know what's going on, but it's not obviously he didn't cheat on his wife, but everything about Incredibles is like a perfect movie. So we're just talking about just the movie, right? Because with, with Iron Man, you it can be difficult not to connect it to the MCU. It's connected to the MCU for me, okay. for sure. I'm just saying in terms of my favorite superhero movies, Incredibles is above Iron Man. You made good points, but I still think Iron Man is is well. That, is, I don't think that's going to be moving for you. No, you know, like that's kind of your number one. And, and and that's the thing. Like we have we've we've talked about like our MCU order, and I like our orders are basically flipped. <laughs> so no, no. Once we get to a certain point, they're kind of flipped. Well, uh, the top ones are pretty. Our top ones. They're, they're are pretty, pretty similar. They're yeah. pretty on point, right? But ah, Incredibles better than Iron Man? Yeah, I'd rather watch. I- okay, w- let me ask you this: 
Which one would you rather watch more, Iron Man or Incredibles? Incredibles. You would rather re- rewatch Incredibles over Iron Man? Yeah. Wow. I just watched Iron Man. Wow. And I just watched Incredibles. We just did a podcast about yeah, it. But yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm, I'm, but I'm saying like if Incredibles we... is more rewatchable. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's faster. It's like the, the, the time flies by when you're watching that movie. Hmm. Hmm. It's awesome. Man. Okay. I love. I, okay. Incredibles is. So, it's gonna be tough to have something top Incredibles for me. Incredibles is one of my favorite movies. Wow. I, I yeah. I'm Iron Man's my 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 number one right now. All right. So our rankings now. My number one is Incredibles. Number two is Iron Man. Number three is Iron Giant. So yeah. Okay. I am mine's the two Iron movies first. So Iron Man, then Iron Giant. So now you have a difficult spot for you because once we end up doing the Spider Man original Spider Man Raimi trilogy movies. You gonna have to rank those above Iron Man, or you, how are you gonna Ooh. even rank those? That's that you got yourself in a pickle, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I will figure this out. I will talk my way out of this pickle. You'll, it'll be like Hamilton. You'll write your way out. Yeah, dude, that's how I do it. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining me. The oh, no problem. Da Vinci of our time, the Merchant of Death. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> we have all of our uh, back catalog going on in this podcast. If you've yep. listened this far, thank you very much. It's a very long episode, but. If you like listening to childhood movies and like our nostalgia about it and kind of going through the recap of them, maybe remembering stuff if you haven't watched them in a long time, we got a whole catalog going. Check it out. Yep, go check uh, it out. Everything about us is in the description. If you want to follow us or send questions to the show, recommendations are always accepting. Yep, here we go. Uh, you know, all that jazz. Yeah. Uh, if you just want to listen, that's cool too. Yep, and take a listen. Anything else you'd like to add? No, it's just that Iron Man's my number one. All right. <laughs> Till next week. Bye-bye.